0: Yo, what's up? This is Ryan here, the producer of the hottest sports show in the Southern Hemisphere. That is, of course, the MKT show, which is live right here on cliffcentral.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Just wanted to drop in and let you know that not only are we putting out a podcast daily, but we're also covering the AFCON 2021 football content live on TikTok as the tournament progresses. Find out more information by following our social platforms on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and, of course, TikTok. Or you can just follow our link put in the podcast description below. Join us as we celebrate AFCON 2021 right here on the MKT Show, where all fans play. Yo, I put it like, wow, this, that sound. These oaks don't
1: work hard like me, I hope they know by now. Bail Baal, stand
2: my ground So these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tao I'll make sure you stay
0: around, quiet when I'm under loud No negative is allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win, don't anticipate loss Mind
1: always in the clown my boy Never think about the drop, never ever ever think about the drop Welcome to it, sports fans, it is the MKT Show On a weekend where history beckons left-handed Spanish maestro into the Australian Open final, Rafa Nadal. He will go to 21, should he win. He'll play Medvedev or uh, Greek god, Tsitsipas, in the final, in Australia. He does that, he goes to 21, the first man to emerge from the number 20. There's three of them tied, of course, the great Roger Federer, uh, the great Novak Djokovic, and indeed the great... France, uh, French Open's greatest player. I mean, the guy, Rafa Nadal didn't lose a game or a match at the French Open from the age of 14 <laughs> until the age of 30. That, you know, when you hear that, and he played junior champs right up until I think he's won 11 in France. He didn't lose from 14 to 30. Not a single match did he lose. That's hysterical. That is hysterical. The greatest clay court player of all time, uh, Rafa Nadal. Listen, we I certainly thought it was all over. Here is Rafa in the final. And what's nice is we can finally talk about some tennis. So the other two up-and-comers, Medvedev, Tsitsipas, currently doing battle, and we'll see how that ends up because that's going to be awesome. Am I going to wake up for it? Absolutely not. Australia, change your times. Change it for TV. Make it more convenient for Europe to watch. Maybe they're thinking, actually, we just care about Asia and us. I say, all right, fair enough. There's 1.7 billion people there. Anyway, uh, we move on on our continent where I live. Africa is emerging now into the best part of every tournament. It's it's business time now. We're in the quarterfinal of AFCON. Uh, we've got semifinals coming up soon. And then, of course, after every semifinal, as the old saying goes, is the final. It's been like that for years. I wonder how they came up with those names. Why didn't they just say semi-final? It's like, it's like kind of like a final is what it means. It's not really. It's, you know, it's not really like a final. I wonder how they come up with those names. Anyway, i left to Google that. My name is MKT. And um, I've had a good week. I went to the gym yesterday. That felt good. I might go to the gym today. It's a Friday. I don't know what's going to happen in my life. Anyway, I'm not alone. As always, I'm joined um, by Ryan James Tinline, a.k.a. Hawksley. Ryan, what's happening, pal?
0: How you doing, MKT? Yeah, that's good. That's big energy. Big energy. Yeah. Paolo's here mm-hmm. because I was accused of coming in slow on the live. I, I feel like... I've been you, waffling on it the whole week. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but, but I feel like if you say accused, you're almost
1: suggesting you, you did bring the correct energy that other time. Maybe you were a little flat because I gave quite a big... Push for you, and then you.
0: So again, it's all about perspective. No, no, fair enough, fair enough. You no, know, you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: I do know what you mean. Right? <laughs> what's uh, what's happening in your world?
0: uh not much, eh? Um, obviously we're preparing for tomorrow's. What did what did you it say? It's quarterfinal. Yeah. Preparing for the quarterfinal. It's yeah. Your, your team tomorrow. Yeah, Cameroon play the Republic of the Gambia. The Blue Sharks are out, so Paolo's team. Unfortunately, knocked out.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Paulo, uh, he's, he's not wearing a cap. So I knew that he went for or gave himself a haircut. And now that I know that it's always good to know when things are, you know, going well for Paulo, it means, all right, I took the razor out. Now I've never really gotten into, does he use the Gillette or does he actually use a, rave, a razor like a murder weapon? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Paulo Diaz. Paulo said,
2: Ryan's energy is now suspicious because you quite rightly make two points there. He said accused as if he wasn't a guilty of Yes. No, it wasn't accused. I said you had no energy. <laughs> now this overcompensation of energy, that's annoying. Because it's like now mm. oh now you're trying hard. It should just be natural. Like why are you trying I just realized we all three of us are wearing different headphones and now that annoys me. Yeah. Like it that just feels wrong.
1: But are you y- so if you don't know this, I'm
2: really into chakras.
1: Maybe you're in a red zone, and you you're carrying a red energy where you're in, you're very capable of getting annoyed. Now you're into chakras yeah. like I'm into love. Like what, what are you talking
0: about? I was about to say this chakras thing. Now he's reaching for a crystal on the, on the on the thing. Did you just pick up these stones? These are the stones that you abandoned that somebody sent you, well, and you've never touched them.
1: Actually, right. First of all, stones disrespectful.
0: Sorry, crystals.
1: Thank you very much. Um. Having said that, it is super annoying that um, Ryan's doing the fake energy thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That, that that is super annoying, Ryan, because I know it's not real. And you've already displayed the symptoms of doing too much.
0: I'm just as as a, a young duo in Australia with Sam, I'm just trying to get my gusto up. <laughs> nice,
2: nice stealing. Nice yeah. stealing. Yeah, Paolo
0: knows what I'm talking about. But nice. I'm just trying to get the gusto aligned with your chakras. The
1: thing is, um, in, you, know, <laughs> you might not know this, but in sound, we talk about attenuation. You know, is gusto can be attenuated. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I do so, know attenuation. And you can do too much, right? I think you know that. But anyway, shout out for you. How long do you think you can keep the fake energy up? It's not
0: really fake energy, though.
1: I feel like your first thing was who, who you are organically, and now you've been prodded right. like a like a cow with a with an electric prod. You know what I'm saying? I'm just
0: cattle prodder. I'm, product, I'm you know. just trying to bring the the Friday energy today. It's Friday today. It is Friday, but you're working not, tomorrow. Not that we're dating the podcasts, but today. What are you talking about? It's Friday date night. No, no, no. I'm talking about. Oh, like, oh you mean dating it as in dating? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah you should never date your podcast. No, you know, never. What if someone's listening? That oh, could be Saturday. Turkmenistan, although Turkmenistan, no, they, they don't have the internet there. So Tafyar Nyatsov. look him up.
0: Supermarat Nyatsov. crazy guy. I hope Siri can spell that because I don't know what to even type in.
2: <laughs> All right. The big qu- tennis question of the week for me is um, Ryan's left-handed tennis racket.
1: I did want to bring that up to say, you know, you should bring, you should sort of. Take it easy on yourself, Paolo, because this is a man who suggested that we should invent a left-handed tennis racket. So to expect him to attenuate his gusto is
0: ridiculous. Register trademark, by the way.
2: <laughs> so he tells us the other day, we're talking about, I mean, this is on the TikTok AFCON watch along if you want to be part of that. Do the TikTok thing and follow us and register. You have to buy a ticket, but it's free. mm Okay. It's like mm-hmm. getting two tickets to paradise. Yeah. So, on this, we're having the conversation because it's a serious thing. We take, you know, we take everything we do very seriously. Ryan goes, I've got a great idea. You know how you get left hand golf clubs? Yes, we understand. Left hand guitars? We understand. Left hand scissors, even. Get it. Why don't you have a left hand tennis racket? Because Ryan's left handed. And I assume him playing tennis or his inability to play tennis is related to the tennis racket so I'm like if we have to track all the other instruments that he's talking about they all are very definitely right handed skewed yeah because the guitar is a certain way a golf club is a certain way scissors are a certain way the blades just face out I mean so okay so it is all biased yeah knives to right hand knives oh now he's on left handed knives now he's in the pocket of left handed knives okay so it's all unraveling but he wants to crowdfund a left handed handed tennis racket that has been bothering me for a few days because i'm like but a tennis racket is the same it's it's the same no matter what so maybe maybe i don't know this like maybe i need the left-handed community to go no this you're you're right Mm. it is not left yeah
0: facing yeah register trademark by the way
2: so like ryan i wouldn't like dream of your yacht just yet I'm, I'm not s- skeptical, I'm cynical. Mm. So I, my mind can be changed.
0: Open to it. I'm glad we opened
2: it. Whichever one it is. Basically, I think it's a silly idea, and I would rather crowdfund my TV show, Pink and P- Pico. Pico and Punk. But
0: Punk wasn't featured on, in, in the last game. Yeah, but I
1: mean, you know, Robin isn't always featured. Do you ever see Robin in Batman?
0: No. You know what I mean? Doesn't you, you got to Alfred is always featured, though. Oh, who
1: plays Alfred again? Great, uh, what's his name? The great British actor. He's uh, he's the butler. What's his name again? There's not there's, Anthony
2: Hopkins. There's many Robins. I mean, many Alfreds. Uh, Michael Caine Michael was the latest Caine. big movie one. The brilliant Michael. But Caine. the uh, Justice League, um, there was a different. It's Michael Caine. What do we do? Mm, I don't think he was the best. I think it was Michael Caine being Alfred. Because Michael Caine also one of those actors, just entered, like, I don't act zone. I'm just me. Yeah, yeah. Like um, like
1: Mark Wahlberg in Transformers
2: 5. With Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, they just go, The Rock. They just go, oh, well, I'm just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. Uh, Ricky Gervais also does that. Ricky Gervais also Ricky does
0: Gervais that. would make a great butler.
2: You think so? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he'd be the worst butler. He yeah. wouldn't do anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah,
0: that is exactly.
1: He'd be terrible. He, he gives too much feedback. You know, you, the last thing you want is people that class divides you in that working relationship. You don't mm-hmm. want feedback from the proletariat. And Ricky is from Reading, which is a very, you know, working class area, and he's full of feedback, full of beans, as they say. But wrote the office, gave us that, gave us extras. You seen that,
2: right? Pretty much invented podcasting. Yeah, with the greatest. Still, is it still the most downloaded? Well, purely by being the oldest. <laughs> purely by no. it being the first. It's certainly
1: the greatest I've ever heard. Um the the magic they captured. Carl Pilkington, Steve, and then Ricky. It's just it'll never happen again. Do you have gotta find three sort of mavericks at the top of at the top of their game before they're massive.
2: Definitely not happening, yeah, that's for no, goddamn sure. No, not happening no, today. Not happening at all.
0: <laughs> what? Uh you, so you've never heard of Ricky Gervais? Case in point. No. Uh, yeah. No, no, I have. Ricky Gervais podcast? Uh, no, I, I haven't listened to that. Yeah. I will I will add it to my library. He was the first. He was pretty much the
2: first big name podcast. Ricky Gervais, he did the first. Pretty much.
0: So was he the first one on like Apple Podcasts, Spotify or what, whatever? Sp- whatever. Sp- he he, uh, he
2: was before he is actually before those. He did podcasting before there was those. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. how that's how old school he is. The Ricky Gervais show, because they started on
1: uh, Wait, while but- I, while I was living there, right, two thousand four, two thousand five. They were on something called XFM, so it's a it's like an edgy radio station, mm. and that's where they started. And they were unbelievable there. And he'd just done the office then, so he but he, so it was like a ragtag station, just after he was massive, so he could he, so he came back to XFM because that's where he started, came back. And then they just completely went off the loose. And after that, he did the Ricky Gervais show and the podcast and a a guide to, which is also like an edited podcast. And there's never been anything like it. If you're into podcasting, go and find the Ricky Gervais guide to. It is the best podcast content you will ever. It's educational. And the most hysterical thing you'll ever listen to. Did it start out as
0: a radio show converted podcast, no, no. or was it podcast? So, so they did
1: do that with the Ricky Gervais show. They converted some of their old radio shows and became quite famous. And you can find them online. If you go to the Ricky Gervais show XFM, you can find them on YouTube now. But then they they went and did uh, sort of curated podcasts, and it is out of this world. And then, what's even better, if you really want to enjoy it. They went to HBO and they took the Ricky Gervais podcast and animated it. And mm. often podcasts and audio doesn't translate well, in my opinion, once it goes visual. But with this, they, they really nailed it. They really nailed it. And the show, which is quite concise because they take a lot of the, ma- the major podcast, takes it to a whole nother level. So shout out Ricky Gervais. It's, um, it's so incredible not, stuff. Not a butler. No, definitely a terrible, not a butler. Yeah. All right. As we do every single Friday, I will tell you um, this week, by the way, it is the January transfer window and it will be closing. So I thought while we do have everyone here, I want to talk about the five worst um, signings that I've witnessed in modern day football in the January transfer window. And listen, there are lots of terrible ones, but these five are in my mind spectacular. We'll talk a little AFCON and then we'll talk a little bit more about the transfer window as well. Um, because, hey, it's cooking. Aston Villa are, are making signings. Uh Adama Traore obviously waiting on the baby oil sponsor to decide whether he'll take them um to Barcelona or will Barcelona have to pay the $1 billion per season for the baby oil he'll have to use. Do they have that kind of money? So, you know, we'll talk about that as well. Uh There's plenty in the mix. All right, Ryan, give me some music because as I do with the Friday Five. I give you... It's, it's just gone bonkers. This world has gone bonkers. And Newcastle isn't helping, by the way. Because they now have 740 billion pounds to spend over the next 10 years. It is going to go nuts. They're just getting started. If they can survive and actually be in the Premier League next season, it is going to be incredible. But here are the five worst signings that I can remember in modern day football. At number five from for 20 million from Sevilla to Arsenal in 2004. I, now... I witnessed this guy live and uh, because I just got um, to the UK in 2005, early, uh, late 2004, early 2005. But the physicality of the league ultimately broke him. He never emotionally left Sevilla. Uh, 23 goals in 110 games for 20 million pounds, I'm afraid, at number five. RIP to the gr- Listen, great left foot. Other than that, it never worked out. Jose Antonio Reyes at the, um Number five, because he had that terrible car accident, but tragic signing uh, and a tragic end uh, to a super talented footballer's life. At number four, he's still playing, and I've said people develop late, but for the number they paid for him, 58 million pounds from Dortmund to Chelsea in 2019, now he is what he is. He's never available. The guy's never available, so he can't get into form. It's not going to change. We, I keep uh, referencing um, Alexander Pato. If you're an explosive player and you get injured young, think Michael Owen, Alexander Pato. That never gets better. And it's such a big part of his game. 58 million pounds. That, that, it doesn't work. And he's been absolutely nowhere. We're three seasons in. And now he's being played out of position because of this. You know, He, he hasn't locked down a spot. 58 mil. I'm sorry, at number four, Christian Pulisic. It's, it's been a disaster quite frankly. It has been a disaster at Chelsea. And you can't say it's not his fault. Injuries are are a skill. Health is one of the skills that's required in sport. I'm sorry. if You you know, the greatest ability is availability. And Christian Pulisic is never available. At number three, this one was hysterical because it's actually linked to another hysterical one. 35 million pounds in the January of 2011 from Newcastle to Liverpool... Not only was this guy not good enough, but already at Newcastle he was already injured, right? So Liverpool should have seen this. Eleven goals and fifty-eight appearances. At number three, the man who I believe, along with Alvaro Maratta, has the best agent of all time. At number three, Andy Carroll, just hysterical for thirty-five million pounds that Liverpool went and did that. At number two, this bankrolled that hysterical uh, <laughs> move. £50 million pounds he cost uh, Roman Abramovich. Listen, he was already broken at Liverpool. Uh, pe- people who remember, injuries had broken him already. 20 Premier League goals in three and a half years. I'm sorry, this was a disaster. Listen, he did win the Champions League, but ultimately that was such a powerful Chelsea team. Uh, I mean, they had the, the legendary Ryan Bertrand started that Champions League final. But Fernando Torres at number two. Is the most ridiculous signing that never worked out at 50 million pounds and 50 million pounds back then 2011 that's a big signing today in January yeah Fernando Torres it didn't work but at number one and it's happening right now we're watching all of Catalonia meltdown 142 million pounds he cost Barcelona from Liverpool his problem was he played in Leo Messi's position wasn't his problem, it was Barcelona what the hell are you doing problem because you play in Leo Messi's position, I've got some news for you Leo Messi is going to get in ahead of you and it's just going to be a disaster What's even more hilarious is that he went to Bayern, helped Bayern beat Barcelona, helped Bayern win the Champions League That's unbelievable, you paid £142 million for a guy to go and win a Champions League against you At number one, the enigmatic and I think underwhelming Felipe Coutinho is at number one. 142 million pounds. It doesn't even sound right saying that. Not one second did that move ever make sense off the bat. And we've seen what Barcelona are. Doesn't that sound so Barcelona in hindsight? 142 million pounds. Folks, if you're making a signing in January, you often haven't planned it. You haven't really thought about it, ironed it out properly. For it to be nearly 150 million pounds in these times is insanity. At number five, Jose Antonio Reyes. At number four, Christian Pulisic. At number three, Andy Carroll. At number two, El Nino Torres, Fernando Torres. And at number one, Felipe Coutinho. You know, when I heard Barcelona had signed Felipe Coutinho, first of all, I was like, where is this guy going? Leo Messi is still there. And... We saw with Liverpool, he needs to touch the ball. His problem is, you've already got another guy who never passes it, by the way. Like, give it to me, I'll give it to you back, but give it back to me in Leo Messi. What were they thinking was going to happen? Like, what are you doing? It, it doesn't work. It's not basketball. <laughs> <You know? laughs> this is football where you, you, you really, even in football, you can only have one guy. You can't be having the whole world being Leo Messi. It does not work. And in fact, if you don't believe me, look what's happened with Argentina with him. Because it hasn't been a talent shortage, but Di Maria likes to be the playmaker as well. You know, Sergio Aguero, give it to me. I'm the guy. It doesn't work. Hey, what's nice when he was doing it. And even the Neymar thing started to get weird. That's why Neymar had to get out of there. Because Neymar will give me the ball and I'll keep it and I'll take a ridiculous shot. Leo Messi says, no, get, get that out of here. I'm the guy. So, that oh, was weird. wasn't it?
2: 150 million pounds. Liverpool saw Barcelona coming miles and miles and miles away. And they're not going to question it. When you put money there, and it, you go back in you know, it, that's one of the transfers that just break Barcelona broke football. Because you track it back, it's sort of, a, all of a sudden you're going, it was, you have a Neymar, you have an Mbappe, and suddenly that's the ceiling. So any player sort of like in that range, that's suddenly the price range. And I don't think football's come back since then. Because you can justify signing Neymar and Mbappe for the prices you did. You you can't justify signing Coutinho at any level on that. Because Coutinho reverted to type. Because there was nothing in his makeup before he went to Liverpool that goes like, this this is who this player is. He had a good spell at Liverpool, and then afterwards he just went back to what he was. And I think that's where he is. Aston Villa, to be fair, and it's crazy to say because guy who's played Liverpool, Inter Milan, Barcelona, and uh, Bayern Munich, but Villa's his level. Mm. Villa really is his level. One in five, yeah. one in three. You know, you can carry a small club. The expectations aren't so high. He'll be phenomenal for 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 Villa. But Liverpool saw them coming because they knew. They knew. Say hey. They did a dirty Andy Carroll and Stuart Downing on us. We know how this works. We've got to get our own back.
1: Yeah, they did. It's, it's, it's unbelievable to think about. But then as we get more information, it's like, oh, this is no, this is Barcelona. We expect it now, especially with the way it's everything's spilling out. It's so ugly how bad it got because not only did they do that, by the way,
2: they got Dembele in and around this. Did Dembele come before, or just after? That was the that for me is the worst. I think you can understand why they're going to go for someone like Coutinho, right? And you also got to understand this Premier League tax. Yeah, you know, you taking a player from Premier League, you're paying across the board. The and in a way, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it was a silly move. Why do you do it? It's hubris. We're Barcelona. We're going to build the next great team. Coutinho didn't work because he's didn't. It, it just was the wrong player on the wrong team. And I, I think he wanted it to work. He would have wanted... Dembele is the biggest wastrel that that guy's got an agent. A hell of an agent. Yeah. You yeah. know, to, to be sitting at Barcelona, untouchable, told, you need to leave, we want you to go, and we're sitting here on, what, the 28th of January. or three days away for someone to take that massive check there. You know, someone's circling around Newcastle. They're like, "This yeah. is this is the one, this is the one." You know, um, that is a charlatan. That is a robbery of a of a transfer. anywhere. hundred and
0: seven million they paid for,
2: and with a crazy salary, he's one of the highest it, earners. Is this
0: for Dembele? C- oh, which one, oh, Dembele? Better. No, I'm no, like stuff. I was going to say Liverpool are still benefiting from Coutinho.
1: They still owe Liverpool money because you yeah, what yeah. is yeah. it? Amortize the,
0: the, that that payment right? Mm. Hundred and forty, and I think if they won Champions League and stuff as well, or there were certain, if they won certain things, a percentage would also go to to, um, to Anfield.
1: All those clauses, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's why
0: everyone it's a laughing stock when they see that Coutinho is there. He hasn't played, but they're still paying Liverpool. And he did win the Champions League. <laughs> My favourite part is he, and he came
2: on when they when they hammered Barcelona. For Bayern Munich, the most fascinating part about that was how Coutinho had been on the Bayern Munich nandrolone, because he was there for like half a season, and he came out looking like Lou (laughs) Ferrigno. Him and Goretzka, what what diet do you get put on when you go to Bayern Munich? Because all of them get jacked. Yeah, they get proper. I mean, they get above footballer jacked. I mean, there's because footballers aren't jacked by and large, right? They were. Jack, there were man mountains, all of them. And Coutinho got in on that. Yeah. I'm smelling Nandrolone. I'm <laughs> smelling Nandrolone. I don't want to say it. And then he goes back to Barcelona. And goes, oh, wow. This, I've just got to be a footballer again. Well, the the uh, guys in uh, Bayern Munich will
1: tell you, we got on that um, Oliver Kahn diet. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in the day when Effenberg and the
2: boys used to push it. And yeah, I'm- you got on the Lance Armstrong diet. That's, <laughs> that's what you got
0: on. MKT wore his Bayern Munich shirt. Not yesterday, but the day before. And I was like, okay. That is drip, yeah. Like, because it was uh, no big deal. What's uh, le- the name at the back?
1: Uh, Thomas Müller. Come on, Müller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever I buy football shoes, I only oh. wear Academy products. And um, so he's that. That's the limited edition, by the way. They released a couple. It looked like for it. the Champions League when they win the when they won the fifth one, the black one. <laughs>
0: that looked more saucy than my Kobe jersey. I don't know about that.
2: That's, I find nothing appealing about anything to do with Bayern Munich. Mia the son whole concept Mia. of Bayern Munich makes me feel nauseous. Um, Oliver
1: Kahn now, um, who looks like a werewolf, is is currently in charge. One of the greatest goalkeepers of all time. And if people thought um, Bayern Munich were too much back then, he's proper like he is proper Bavarian. Mm. They're about to go to another level of douchebag, and he's bringing back all the <laughs> old boys as well. He like he's not because it was starting to get a little cosmopolitan around
2: there. <laughs> Oli
1: Kahn, did you have you seen the movie? Have you seen what makes Bayern
2: Bayern? Oh, oh the, what? no, I have not seen this. The, I, w- I wouldn't watch it. The movie poster is, is a silhouette of him. <laughs>
1: it's got, not the players, not Neuer, not, you, you know, not like Thomas Müller. Yeah, yeah. No, it's that's him. hilarious
2: hilarious. No, Oliver Kahn. Well, it's it's not unusual in Bayern Munich. I mean, that's sort of their, 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 uh, M.O. M.O. Yeah. M.O., you know. Yeah. Uh, to bring it in and make him bigger than the club, which kind of works because you've got these guys who sit there, Uli Hunnis, they just sit there bigger than the club. Yeah. And it works for them and then they get busted for tax. Yeah, you've got to pay your taxes. kind of just got to move on. Oh, it's kinda. not Spain, you
0: know what I mean? It's not a suggestion in Germany.
2: Kind of got to move By on. By
0: the way, um, speaking of Newcastle earlier, yes. they've just secured their next signing. Um, As of this morning, Fabrizio Romano has put it out. So when you want to bring it up? We talk about it? We will come to that because uh But it's big news. He was supposed to go to Arsenal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't you love that? Like Arsenal are hilarious FC right now.
0: No the, the thing that kills me is Newcastle are just those guys now, like have you ever been to the club and you and you're chatting up, you know, someone at the club and then there's that guy who pulls out like three credit cards and is like ah oh, goes up up to the up to the lady and says hey pick a card and you can get whatever you want on it that's pretty much who newcastle Wait, are right what now. what are
1: you talking about anyway. and, and i lived with some crazy people so so what he just uh, is this what guys are doing oh yeah some proper douchebaggery no i don't mind it like i don't you got to do what you got to do it's, no, it's savage out here at the moment competition is high i've told you great ladies are taken so if that's the way you're gonna get the attention of somebody who's out of your league i'd do it if i if i was in that tax bracket You know what i'm saying?
0: this is what i'm saying newcastle are being that guy now they're like ah you know we got a couple oil oil rigs here so (laughs) Uh,
1: it's gonna get it's gonna get super interesting now because what happens now to football like this is what
0: Arsene wenger was scared of yeah this is it's becoming a joke now like it's and it's obvious any player who's even being looked at by newcastle is like (laughs) you really think we're gonna go to yeah, some we- other club. Why on earth would we not cash in right now? What if they get a proper player?
1: Like, what if they get Erling Holland? Like, it sounds hysterical, but no, no, no. I know. If if they offer Holland eight hundred thousand a week next year, they'll find a way to make the money work. And financial fair play we've
2: seen is hilarious. Holland won't play in the Championship.
1: <laughs> it's the MKT show. <laughs> So, Ryan, remember I told you some Hollywood person was trying to phone me? Yes. Yeah. So they're having something tonight at, uh, at a place in Bryanston. I was like, I can't make it. got a TikTok live stream and i got to train tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? But tonight you can. No, no. how am I going to train in the morning if I go out at night, you know what I'm saying? But what if it's just for normal dinner? Uh, come on. And then you stay too late. I'm old.
2: You're thirty-five. Exactly. Just making excuses. You don't want to see the people. It's fine. You can do that. You're allowed to. I yeah, don't yeah. wanna I'm not gonna make an excuse training. It's like you know what? Like, it just doesn't sound like it's for me. Does it? Does, just, Own it. You know it what just, I mean? It just doesn't it just doesn't sound like it's gonna work.
0: Does it? Easy. There we go. See? Paulo owns it. Ah, I said to Paolo Do you want to come over uh, For Hooters on Monday 80's quiz show He said no, no And sure. I'm pretty sure It's because he just doesn't want to be there No, no which, that's
2: which I respect Not my thing Not my thing
0: okay. Not I have to work In the morning <clears throat> Not I have You know The finals coming up on Wednesday Which I have to prepare for Two days No 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 Just straight up No it's fine You don't I'm want good.
1: to be there Is that what you're saying And I respect it So you're Yeah you guys are living a simple life It's cut and dry what you guys are saying is it's cut and dry
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah speaking of cut and dry paul, you've gone and uh do you use a razor like um like a gillette mach 8 or whatever there must be on
2: now three or, or do you use the, um, the do you use the murder weapon one no i've got um moroccan barber standard <laughs> wall wireless clippers Oh, it's, the electric clippers. The the electric clippers. But these are, I mean, this is a real deal. I mean, this is what the barbers use, guy. Yeah. I've been trimming my hair with all variety of clippers for many, long time, long Uh, time. uh. I've never had a clipper that actually makes my head feel brutalized afterwards. That's how sharp these clippers are. Handheld. Yeah. Multiple attachments, go around corners. (laughs) But I feel wounded afterwards, but like it's cut. It cuts me to my brain, not I even hear. scalp me. <laughs> yeah, It's sharp, super sharp. I kind of like, because you've always got,
1: there's different types of bald guys. So, paulo has got the perfect, I didn't cut myself, and like I'm applying Moroccan oil or whatever's going on, is a lot of bald guys don't do that. And then their baldness is a mess. Yeah. So, are you doing? Are you in the Moroccan oil game, like, or do you just have that Latin thing where your
0: your great skin just covers up or, for yeah, all? No, the, it's very oily. Yeah, that's, that's a very oily is. person. Do you um like Saint Maxima at Newcastle? Also, wear Gucci headbands? Oh, no,
1: that, <laughs> that would be doing too much. Mm. That I work, would be doing. Too much. I work for the show. I'm definitely not wearing <laughs> Gucci headbands. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Okay, so you got to have. That's what it is because I don't. I don't cut my own hair, right? And then I went to the barber, and he's like, "Bro."
0: Your you, scalp's too dry. You would love a Moroccan barber. <laughs> okay. Because they they serve you this Moroccan like coffee. Yeah, yeah, no. Which which they brew, and I'm pretty sure it's it's not like any of your, you know, pebbles that were picked up off the coast of, um, of the Ivory, as they say. Yum. And, What's uh, it like? Uh? I don't know. I, I kind of like it. It's quite strong, mm-hmm. and I'm not really a coffee drinker. But uh, I do, I do enjoy the fact that I get served a beverage at the uh, hairdressing uh, station thing. Hmm. All right, interesting. So you should go try it. Interesting. All right, I know what you're saying. Yeah, coffee and a haircut. It Sounds like a thing. A shit and a shave. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. You like that? <laughs> you like that, right? Uh, that's
2: hilarious. Yeah, but do, I... do you think? Do you guys think there's market for that? Like a barbershop, like, I mean, you know, there's men's barbershops, there's all variety, right? So, I mean, a lot of guys on out Moroccan barbers, It's like seems like the thing. Like, guys like it, they like being a bit of pampering. Then there's the high-end ones where you get whiskey, cigars, like, that's fancy. There's one in Mm Sandton, very, very fancy. Um, Do you think there's a market? I don't quite know how we get there, Just, just go with me on this. Shit and a shave. So, you sit on the toilet, you do a poo while someone shaves you. I, I, like I, I, read a newspaper
1: simultaneously. It's very niche.
0: It's that very sounds, niche. It sounds prison-like. But, but yeah. it, is,
1: is he wearing? Is he wearing a mask? Like uh, one of these? Yeah. I, listen, I'm I'm spitballing a right? No, no, we we brainstorming. There's no Wait, bad ideas what, in brainstorming.
2: Somebody gave me like the Afrikaans word for brainstorming. I think it was drukrom. What? Dink? Yeah, dink the wrong person. Dunks, dink, dink, dink. I don't know. Anyway, it was quite interesting. I never heard it before. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I'm brainstorming here. I'm going like, is it viable? Is it for perverts? like what should we not pass go what i don't want to do and i think it's it's an idea killer is let's not throw anything out in the process no listen i mean if it's like an idea where you, you, another man watches you poo yeah like we should maybe throw it out so i don't want to spend too much time on it but it's just like to sc- describe like another man <laughs> will be near you with a blade while your pants are down and you're pooing. Yeah. That doesn't sound like something you want to do, right?
0: I don't think you want anyone with a blade in their hand while your pants are down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't sound... Although, my cousin did live in China for two and a half years, and they had... Um, uh, we have Western toilets, as, as they say. Yes. And so they had um, a shower and toilet combined. Yeah. And so what my cousin's boyfriend did was, he went and bought this uh, chair that you sit on that has a hole in. And so you sit in the shower and just sort of, you know, do oh. your business in, on, well, in the chair. What if you don't have the chair? Then you sit on the floor, straight in the hole. Like a long drop. Pretty much. Oh.
1: Interesting. Yeah, Ch- China, big country. They, they've Like people who jump on some of their trains, like adult nappies, not like unheard of there, just so people know. And because uh, the train is so full, just people are pooping in there. That's a real thing. I'm, that's not me casting aspersions. It's like well-known. And it's how, not like... How long's the train journey? Like, well, it can be like four hours. China's a big country. Okay. Yeah. And th- this is just to go to work, by the way. Interesting. So
0: China is an interesting place. You may, you may or may not heard of it over the past two years, but you know.
2: So so you guys... Just by the way, you, we're done. We're not doing no, shit. No, no, sh- I, no. The shave. We're, because, not, we're, we're done with that. Because I think y- you don't want to kill it at
1: the door. What if you watch yourself pooping while... It's just a normal haircut. There, there's so many ways mm. for that to work. You, you know what I mean? It just so doesn't do you,
2: sound attractive. It you know doesn't I mean? sound – I mean, as we're saying it, we can't throw we're throwing it out. Let's throw it out. I'll come up with another one. Okay, but okay. If, if
1: I'd said to you 15 years ago, Paolo, you're going to put your beautiful nine-year-old daughter in, in a stranger's car and you don't get in the car and that's how she's going to get to school. You'd say to me, what's the guy's name? i say, no, don't worry about it. I don't know. Yeah, you right. would have said crazy. The yeah. We have Uber now. Then? No, but we have Uber now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you wouldn't put a nine-year-old in a car in a taxi fifteen uh, years ago. Smiley, Smiley taxis were out there. What were you putting? What were, you, were your parents putting you in a Smiley taxi by yourself? No, no,
0: I had friends who who jumped in. Uh, the Smiley taxi would come when I was in primary school. It was the Smiley aftercare, whatever they called, and then they come in this. What's band. a Smiley
2: taxi? Did they touch you? Yeah.
1: Be no, uh, it's There's like an of, aftercare center. Yeah. Were no, they, no, were no,
2: they no, Smiley? No, not too besmirch Smiley. I know about this. I know but, about this thing. But,
1: but are you saying like a lift club? Yeah. No, that's, no well, you, it's, you know it's the, not a lift club.
2: You, you, they but, were dedicated transport services. You know the people, right? No, get it. I mean, I take MKT's point. Listen, I think I think that a world where men poo and other men come and shave them, mm. <laughs> like I don't think we need that world. So I think let's just move on to Anthony Marshall or something.
0: Oh,
1: so can, you, sure. can you move on to? Him? I you mean, it's pretty similar. I'm gonna leave the door ajar on that one because I think there's like something when there. you poo. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I do. I no, like, no. Some people do. They like get the thrill. They want to be seen. Uh, you know, what? sometimes I door open. I live by myself. You guys live in
2: families. No chance. No, no public toilet. Like, I <laughs> like. Where are you in that? There was we. <laughs> we went to school with the guy. What? Right? No, he was a miscreant. This guy. Every break, he yeah. would like like that was his time right he yeah. would go then Yeah, he would sprint being the first one to get there because he's now got to drop a load before he goes to tuck and refills but he would he would poo with the door open on purpose and you all had to like look at him so as the toilet was <laughs> yes. you walked in and said straight and he sat in that eye line and sat there in the toilet and you all have to come in before like we have tuck or whatever and, like, there he is sitting on the toilet, like, just staring at us. Is he? Just dropping a load. Wipe and everything. Yeah, oh, gotta, yeah. You gotta watch it. It's like, you gotta see it. No, it's. you, you Who's know, this person? He's probably CEO now.
1: I find it hysterical. And he is. He's the CEO of, like, a water company somewhere. he like, doesn't
2: care. He's got no scum. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, God help you if you walk in, in the middle of the wipe. No. God help you. He's that's, just. That's what he did. He was electric. That's in. that. I
1: love this scum. guy because. In boarding school, that's in just another Tuesday morning. <laughs> that's it. So I know the type of guy <laughs> you're talking it. about. It's there's some electric people out there. Um, Paolo, how's, um, how's it been for you as a Man United fan with no football? It, has it been better or worse? Because the, the cause best it is a catch, it's a catch 38. You know what I'm saying? It's not a catch 22. Mm. It's like it's good that you're not under that stress of your team playing,
2: but you're saying it's the best. Um, that's great. it it, it, it I don't miss them at all. Uh, I, can't. I, I, re- I really don't I care little For what's going on there
0: I can translate that for you mm. He's happy That he can say He proudly supports Manchester United mm. And then everyone's like Ah oh, What's the next fiction You're like We're on a break Yeah and And we have Cristiano Ronaldo Don't forget Yeah you can, and, you can they, live in the fantasy for a bit. And it sounds pretty good. You know what I mean? Because it sounds like the old days. And you don't have to mention Maguire's name or anything like that. Although they
1: they did win against West Ham where obviously Howard Webb is the VAR guy now.
0: It's because they put the TV in the room.
2: You know what? It's it's just that United is so weaponized because it's not necessarily how we're playing. It's just the noise that comes around the club. Mm. And I think that's what I don't miss. So I don't really mind watching United because you go, you're either good or you're bad or whatever usually the other team's good and you get some entertainment out of watching them. It's just the noise that comes with them. You know, I was just looking now this uh, uh, Luis Diaz from Porto getting linked to Liverpool Mm. and in that article it goes Manchester United target. He's never been a Manchester United target. Never. He wouldn't be on the radar. United don't notoriously buy from Porto. They don't look... He's not source enough. You know what I mean? uh, They only buy
0: source players. It's
2: not even that. So it's just going like United's name is just bought up for the click. Yeah. Right? and united understand that this this is their game right they do it and everything around united and the narrative and the story and everything that's what exhausts me i'm with you so it's like if you can watch the game and then watch the game in like an echo chamber awesome but unfortunately it's not it's like manchester united is the team of a million memes and that's that's tiring if you could go back would you would you choose to support like leicester or something like, like yeah, like, like Aston Villa. Yes, I mean yeah. Like, there we go. That's, yeah,
1: that's the club you want.
2: Yeah, yeah but we all but, make. But calls. you see, but you have your good times, you know. So whether you have your good times and then there are inevitably bad times. But the problem with United is everyone revels in our bad times. It's not like we like Everton, you know, where they had their good times, yeah. which okay, very long ago, they had their good times, and now the only people who revel in their bad times is Liverpool. Yeah, where it's like you know, it's bad enough having my bad times. <laughs> But it's like now I've got to watch you have your good times and then still be happier that I'm having a bad time than you're having a good time. Like Liverpool supporters. They are legitimately, and I've, many have told me, they're happier in a weekend. If Liverpool win but United lose, they're happier that United lost than if That's Liverpool true. won. That's they're true. happier. Wow. Well, so how do you deal with that? How do you do that? Well, well, look, now
1: you know how it felt for most of the world. It's fine. For 15 years. You know what United's problem was? You weren't only good. There's been good. There's like Chelsea have been good. Man City have been good. Man United, it's difficult to translate to people. The league was over late November. Like when United were rocking, rocking, like late 90s, Roy Keane, late November, although mathematically it was still alive, like Roy Keane had already stepped on, the, on every midfield and dismissed Gerrard and it was already, it was already, everyone was broken Already. And it's November. And then from there, Fergie's rotating, guys. John O'Shea's starting in big Premier League games, so we can focus on the Champions League. And I think that's why people are just like, oh, my God, the tyrant is gone. No,
2: it, 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 it's cool to have that. But, I mean, it's just it's just the noise that goes around Manchester United that, that, that's exhausting. So some of that noise that includes uh, Martial, obviously we haven't spoken since he left, finally getting his move to Sevilla, which... Marshall's the great what if, right? Mm -hmm. Because he has a guy that came in and you go, wow, I think 50 million they paid for him. 57.4 million, a a record for a
1: teenager at the time, a world record.
2: And you're going, and there's all these clauses, Ballon d'Or clause, Champions League clause. (laughs) And you're going like, what are we signing here? Then his debut, he does what he does. You go, Jesus, this is Ronaldo-Henri hybrid. What do we have here? Mm. And why United fans put up with him for so long is because he really had everything. Like pace and the power and the skills. For whatever reason, he just couldn't tap into it enough. And now he's going to go to Sevilla where the pressure's not on. And he'll have, like he is, he's a one-in-five player. Mm. He's a spectacular one-in-five games. United that doesn't cut it. United, if you're one-in-three, you're washed up, right? Mm. Mm. And United's got a lot of one-in-threes. It's normal. That's normal in football these days. 100%. And he's going to go off and he's going to go, oh, he looks fantastic. Because he'll be that one-in-five. He'll score because he's quick as hell. He's a good finisher. But for whatever reason, he can't tap into it at the high level. And, okay, granted, he went through four different managers. The, the skeptic in you goes, yeah, maybe there's a reason United went through four managers. Because he's part of the cabal of players who was there mm. for the dismissal of all four players. Mm. Mm. So at some point, you've got to go, we've got to get rid of the stink. Right? And he's one of those that stink. Uh, him, Luke Shaw, I even put on David De Gea. There's a group of players that are there that I think wield a lot of power. Mm. And he could have been one of them. But I think for so many United players, you got like... As fans, this should have been the guy. This should have been our totem. We, we love a French forward. Hey, he should have been the guy. And he, he was given every opportunity. Every manager gave him. You want to play centre forward, you got it. You want nine, you got it. You want to play 11, you got it. Where do you want to play? You got it. And he was catered to for so long because he is that good. He's 25 years old. I hope he turns it around. And you go, was it just United? Because Deschamps could never get out of him either. Yeah. He got enough. He was in France enough times, right? If he was fit... He's normally in. He's a good player to have. Yeah. God, good player to have. So goes, 25 years old. What's, what's he going to do? I think he'll do great in Sevilla. I think he will because the pressure will be off. How many guys haven't we seen make that move to Spain and just start banging goals?
1: You, you know what? And it's an interesting thing you're saying because the, the easy part is to obviously say that part, as in life. It's like, what were the problems? I'm interested to see what do United do different from the mistakes they've made. And it'll be interesting. If you, go, if you go and think, no, let's go and get an English version of Anthony Martial. That was the problem. He's maybe a little soft. It's continental. Maybe he came a little young and he was – if they go and, get, like, get Ollie Watkins now. now I'm, I'm just giving you an mm. example. Then I'm going to know it was a Man United thing and not a Martial thing. Like, sometimes you got to know what you are, and you got to get the right guys for your profile. Like, what –
2: what was Demiria doing at Man United? But I think it's a both thing with Martial. Mm. I think it was part of him. I don't buy into body language stuff and sulky faces and whatever. I saw him smiling, by the way. Well, of course. I've seen it. It's nonsense. That's nonsense. Like, all of a sudden, we're water cooler body language experts. That's like body language experts. I'm sure there is a skill to it. But do me a favor. You know what I mean? You mm. won't tell what a person's thinking by the body language. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like <laughs> snake oil. I mean, just uh, really, really. Let's, let's be honest here, yeah. right? I'll, I'll, stand, I'll stand corrected, but I mean, let's, let's be honest. But what I certainly don't believe is that people can tell a soccer player's mood by his body language. The only body language that counts is, are you fat? Are you out of shape? Yeah. That's the only one because that tells me everything. 100%. On that point, uh, I know Ryan's watching it, the Neymar documentary, right? I don't know if he did it to make us like him because I like him even less, right? Um, but that's one point where Neymar's not overweight by any means. He's not. It's nonsense. Even there's some photos that try to show him as overweight and out of shape. There's some where they show he's got a bit of a stomach. It's it's nonsense, right? But what he is, he's not cut. Mm. And for someone at that, if you're a soccer player, you're playing, you're running around, you're lean anyway. You're not going to put on weight, sure, right? Yeah. But he's not cut. He doesn't have that, right? So that goes. That's a body. That's a body language. Because you're not doing that extra. Yeah. You're not eating that, you know, because that now comes from outside the club. 100%. You know, that sort of physique that comes when you leave now. What are you eating? What are you doing? Do you drink? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And he goes, okay, cool. He does. That's fine. That's his choice. Who cares? Um, But so that's the only body language I care about is are you out of shape? Hazard, Luke Shaw. You don't take this seriously. Yeah. Okay. They're smiling. Hazard's always smiling. He loves life. Had yeah. a burger before. He's nice. having a good time. It. Too big. Yeah, <laughs> expecting. Done up the child's the kid's room. It's amazing. He's no, no, no. 100%. Great. He's having a great time. Yeah. So, of course, he's happy. <laughs> but <laughs> I, it was a combination of it. There, there was a martial problem and there is a United problem. But God, it should have, it should have been so different. It really should have been so different with him. The, the most interesting part,
1: and I hadn't thought about it in forever, right? Who's the next Man United manager? I I went through six of the best managers in the world. It ain't happening. Carlo's not coming. We know, like, Klopp's not coming. Pep's not coming. I don't know. And this isn't to, to, uh, like, goad Man United fans. I don't know how you turn it around without getting... Who's the next Pep Guardiola? I mean, Bayern Munich have got him, but okay, well, we'll see how that whole thing works out. I don't know how Man United cheat the system and get back to the top. And... It sounds hysterical. The Newcastle thing throws another pickle into it. Part of Chelsea's success was that you only went against United and Arsenal. Mm. Now you've got Chelsea, you've got Man City, and Man City are not going anywhere. Oh. And now, guys that might have been considering Man United with the way things are going, Newcastle can, I don't want to say bully Man United, because I still think they're, they're the biggest, most, like, that's who you want to play for in England. You, you know, I, I still
0: think they've got that thing. But you're going to have to get the manager right. And who, who's available? There's so, one manager who I think personally would turn that club around. Who's that? And they waited too long to get him. Mm-hmm. Antonio Conte. you, he, do you think he, that would have worked? He would have been the only manager because he doesn't take nonsense. That's why he's perfect for Tottenham. He doesn't take any nonsense from any club. He doesn't get dictated to. He, he, puts, he lays the law and that's it. Look what he did for Chelsea. I mean, we won No, that, we, we won Premier League with him.
2: I, I think they missed two tricks, Pep but, at the beginning and, and him. But is he a manager? You know, Conte is a manager who he is, um, comes in quick, breaks everything and goes. Mm. And I really think with the upheaval United have had, because at the time, it seemed logical. Solskjaer leaves, we're a bit of a mess, we need a guy. Conte goes into Tottenham, everyone's running around, Fitter turns results around. But the last thing United need right now is another guy who's got a two-year lifespan. Because that's Conte. Historically, yeah. he comes in, he wins a lot. Burns, burns everyone out. Burns everyone out. He has enough. He, he gets too much. Now, if you're a team like Tottenham, you go, okay, well, that's inch by inch, right? Attract a different level of player, move us forward, blah, 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 inch by inch. United, there's so much upheaval in the past few years. Do you really need a guy who's going to burn everyone out in two years, right? United on managers, and you said a couple of points there about the, you know, who you have to compete with to get back to the top. It's sort of like the big six now. And people always used to say, how do you break into the big three, the top three? First, they said, how do you get past United and Arsenal? Chelsea did it. Mm-hmm. They go, well, how do you do it? Oh, well, the City did it, right? Mm-hmm. And now Tottenham and Liverpool, they're, they're all there, right? If you're this up-and-coming, I mean, there's so many clubs in the Premier League. Aston Villa, Everton, Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Now, excuse me mm-hmm. what I'm going to say, but these are well-run clubs. Yes. In the grand scheme of things, right? What's their ambition? Their Premier League... Level clubs with pre, Champions League level clubs mm. With Champions League facilities With no chance of ever Leicester Ever getting into the Champions League Forget it mm. it's the, the, the big six can barely get into the Champions League Right So Like we said The, 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 the European Super League won't go away mm. Mm. It won't It'll come back for this very reason the website still exists, by the way. Of the course. And it's amazing. Well, you've got to take GoDaddy for a year. You, I mean, that's minimum. So, so, probably need to done in September. <laughs> Don't do month by month. It's cheaper. It's cheaper if you it do them by it year. Is. It's cheaper. So, um, with United, what I think they've got to do now. So, they, they had a plan, right? With Regnik, it was different. Right, wrong, works, who knows, but it was a different approach, right? Again, a little bit jumbled. We're coming in, guys. short-term, two years, blah, 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 whatever. I think there's uncertainty now. There's all is uncertainty because it obviously came in, the players. I think he was in there to do a very specific job of upsetting people. Mm-hmm. I think 100%. We spoke last week. He came in, went off to the most expensive player, went off to one of the longest serving, Goes he goes off to goes after the captain. He's strategically gone out and called out certain people, which I believe is very tactical, and he's trying to break down a clique somewhere. But now it goes, well, what's the point of that? So you go after Pogba. pogwa has gone. Martial's going to go. Maguire, Maguire will probably fade into the background, whatever happens, and Luke Shaw will make his decision, because I believe there's problematic there. But I think you need now to go, what do we do now? So it's either announce the next manager now or announce that Ragnick right stay. Because all you're doing is sowing sowing doubt, right? United, you imagine now, transfer window, you're going to go now to talk to to a player. I want to sign you for Manchester United. Right. I like you, Ragnik, And I know you like the way I play because we're Red Bull guys, whatever. Who's next? Oh, we haven't spoken to him yet. Well, what am I going to do here? I can wait six months. I pick who I want. And maybe United's still there. But what if I don't like
0: the next guy? What if the next guy's not for me? It's actually so true. We were speaking about this yesterday with the Paolo uh, Dybala move. Uh, MKT suggested, you know, he should sign with City, but discuss how long Pep's going to be around because...
1: No, that's the first thing players do. Yeah. Especially at that level. Mm -hmm. Like, what's this? Because they know. In fact, it's not even about the player. The agent knows what systems guys play. Because the agent cares about money. He's thinking, great, he goes, gets all his bonuses... That's really what it comes down to. So it's a great point, and it's, it's hysterical to me. We live in an age where Tottenham are in the running for a guy like Diabolo, whether true or not,
2: and, and Man United or not. When we went, uh, just be fair. Tottenham <laughs> used to be in the running for Marientes and Tottenham. You know, it's the old story for them. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a Levy… Trick, right? No, 100%. Last few days of transfer window, let's find the biggest name we can be linked with. Yeah. Oh, he turned us down. Not us. We offered him everything. <laughs> so don't buy that. Except if he's Willian, he'll pitch up and then go to Chelsea. Don't as well. buy that. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I think if you're a player, you look at certain clubs, like if Chelsea come for you, you know, okay, here's what I'm going to get. They're going to rotate managers, but the system will stay. 100%. The structure will stay. It doesn't mean upheaval, yeah. right? Where with United, it goes... It's upheaval all the time. And I think that's why United, how hard must it be now to sign a player? How hard? Like, but I don't know who, who's coming. Yeah. And I think they need to state it now. So it's also going that the players who are like teetering and trying to wait it out and go, he says, I'm staying. I'm here for two years. And there's a group of guys going, forget it. I'm gone. I'm out of here. I'm not going to deal with this guy for two years. Right? And I think it needs to be laid in the sand. Else we're just waiting again. And who comes again? And it's noise and it's nonsense. Yeah. And you just got to draw a line. Because what's everyone saying? Potch. Or is everyone convinced Potch is the next guy? Well, I mean, the story goes that Zidane is signed and sealed for PSG next season. That's yeah, also heard
1: that. yeah, okay,
2: that's, so. that's, that's the story. Yeah, right? but that's
1: one thing. Is Potch the next guy?
2: Well, then you go, well, then Potch is free and United effectively is free. So is that the move? And, and Whatever I, it is, yeah. do it now. Claudio
0: Ranieri is free. Yeah, the tinker man. <laughs> <laughs> and you are, you do need to tinker now.
2: Roy Hudson will be free in two weeks. Over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, all the way is
2: at Watford. Um, <laughs> like they're doing, like like Watford is rework, isn't there? It's like it's like a offer It's like a month by month office. A space. hot desk. The, the hot, the, desk. They are, the
1: hot,
0: hot desk. Yeah, the hot desk manager game. Yeah. What did you say was MKT or, or was it Paolo on the group? What's oh it? no, it was Paolo. What did you say that it was?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but it's, hot desk is exactly what's going on there at Watford. But Paolo, it does interest me that people say like. So I have mates that are Man United fans, all right? And they, we were, we were discussing this because I, I was going through these managers in my mind. And they're like, no, 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 we're getting Poch. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Are you talking about the Poch who's never won anything at a serious level? Why do you think that's going to be any better than LVG, Jose Mourinho? And if anything, actually, Man United are in a worse situation now than when Jose was here. They're in a way worse situation. What? Well, well, what do you think? Potch had, what, maybe a season and a half of brilliance at Tottenham. I thought, man, United want to win. You have no assurances. There is no guarantee that Potch is going to bring that winning culture. He'll bring discipline. He'll bring structure. I don't know if he's going to bring winning back. I don't know why it's all of a sudden pre- presumed. Unless I'm wrong. Unless Potch is the answer.
2: Maybe he is. I don't know. Whatever it is, I think it needs to be announced quickly. It needs to be announced soon. I hear you there. We, we see Bayern Munich, for example. They always do. They call it early. That if a new manager's coming in, they announce it early. There's no doubt. We come in early. We say, this is what's happening. If it unsettles the next club, it unsettles the next one. Too bad. So I think United have to go early. Even if they don't announce the new manager, it's Ragnik going, listen, I'm either here or I'm not. I hear you for that clarity. And then everyone knows. Everyone knows where they stand.
1: Listen, that's. I think Paula's making a lot of great points. Modern day football. Guys, there's a template. It's Manchester City. Right? Is get the board in. Get the manager of the board once and lock it in for five years. Because people think Man City is like this new thing, right? They won with Mancini, they won with Pellegrini, and they and they've had the same format the whole time. The board is for that manager. When the manager goes, get that board out. I'm sorry, it's the way to run your football club now. PSG is not. PSG and Chelsea are a unique case. But the new way to do it, and look at what Liverpool are doing. Guys, you have to lock in the board and then the manager. You have to. What Man United are doing now is how you ran it back in the day. And it's it's so crazy. Are you telling me Man United are not going to... The truth is this, and I think this is a terrible thing for people to have to admit. Mauricio Pochettino really isn't good enough to be at Manchester United. He, he's not. Because the level of resources, you should have Carlo Ancelotti. Or somebody who knows how to deal with a poor Pogba, and go. I've seen this before. Poch. Now we see how it's going at PSG, folks. People are who they are. When it started to get a little, it go a little sideways uh, with a few guys at Tottenham. The Poch thing didn't work. Is he's brilliant. I'm, I, I like Poch. Man United are probably going to have to settle in for another two, three years of not getting close. I don't, I don't mean not winning, not getting close, and that's not good for the Premier League, by the way, because the Premier League need a strong Man United so that the brand can spread. Or, or maybe not. Uh, listen, Lester will tell you, hey, you want the Asian market or not? We, we're the guys already. You know what I mean? So an interesting, interesting time. Anthony Martial spotted smiling. Crazy times. I saw a photo of him smiling. I was like, oh, guy's teeth. Because he's, he's always, uh, Ryan, as you, you young kids always say, he's always mean mugging.
2: It was weird, though. It was kind of like seeing a school teacher at the shopping center in... <laughs> In shorts with their family,
1: that's (laughs) so. See Marshall smiling, and that's what it was like seeing. It's the MKT show. (laughs) So. Ryan, I haven't seen Neymar's documentary yet. Um, I'll try and watch an episode or two
0: this afternoon, tonight, you know what I mean? Oh, you're just going to turn it right off. Why? Because you already hate the fact that Neymar has a documentary at age 28. It's ridiculous. So, when you hear some of the stuff they talk about... It's it's hilarious. Y- you know why I find it ridiculous? By
1: the way, shout out to LeBron for producing the whole thing Un- uninterrupted. LeBron is doing everything at the same time.
0: Well,
2: so see he is identifying people within that have got the potential to be like him in different sports. Hundred um, percent. And the unsettling thing about it is it's very, it's less a Neymar, do- it's fifty percent a Neymar documentary. And fifty percent a promotion for him and his father's company.
0: No, that's, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, that's. Yeah. It's it's
2: basically. Succession, the Neymar edition. I haven't seen Succession, so it's a bad reference. It's basically, like, I don't know Dallas. The, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't, know, seen, what they, I don't know what you've watched. So it's like yes, there's kind of some Neymar, but there's also a lot of. You know, and what it reminded me of is the services that NR our uh, productions oh, can actually give any young footballer. We offer everything from housing to schooling. I got you. To, you know, to, so it's it's like, and he's like, if you, you're supposed to come out of that going, oh, he's just misunderstood. It goes, no, I definitely understand him. He's a little diva who's been catered to since he's fourteen years old. Doesn't understand
0: no. Doesn't respect anybody, and is just going to do what he wants for the rest of his life. Oh, and also, I'm so sad because everybody aims for me when they're when they playing football. Yeah, because you antagonize everybody. No, but oh, it's a- and, and I'm a victim because I have a bad temper. That's not. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> oh, he has. The, now I have a bad temper. No, he. In the documentary, because um, it's not in English, by the way. There's a voiceover in English. So you'll hear it's mostly Spanish, I'm assuming. Portuguese. Portuguese. Uh, Portuguese. You, you lose out, though. Yeah, yeah. Because you do. I. I-
2: I listen, in, I mean, obviously, I understand what he's saying. I
0: watch the how, subtitles. How good is your Portuguese,
2: Paulo? Is I can understand. And, and then, obviously, the subtitles are on. So, and because Brazilian Portuguese is kind of different, there's a couple of weird ways and different words. But I mean, I understand it.
0: Okay. But also, when we were, I, I showed you a snippet here in the office. Yeah. And we put the subtitles on. They were different to what the actual voiceover was yeah, yeah, saying, that. which is hilarious. That but, is hilarious. It often
2: happens with that. It's <laughs> like,
0: are Netflix doing this or not? Though? And there was there was one line, I'll never forget in the documentary, and it said, you know, he's a victim because he's got, uh, he's he's very ag- aggressive, and players like to play on that. He's the victim. Yeah, no, he's the victim. But, but you, you know what? The, this
1: will sound a, a little bit like Neymar bashing. It's like, okay, fine. You, you know, you make it to that level, awesome. It's, it's, I don't like giving millionaires and billionaires a break in life. I just don't believe in that. It's like, for me, as I'm getting older, you don't give me a break. If somebody comes from the rural areas and they do what I've done, right, and you don't, you don't want to start getting into a bigotry of low expectations, but it's like, no, sorry, you don't grow up middle class and get a break. Is what I believe, right? Like now, I'm mean like, no. You don't get a break when you're Neymar. You're already the guy. Because you, you know what? In life at some stage, he has the chance to say, no, I don't want to be Brazil captain. You have that choice. I just want to be another guy. Let Danny Alves put up with the heat. But when you stepped into it, and I like at a certain age, I don't want to hear my dad drag me along. Sorry. You're a, you're a big boy now. And also, you're not allowed to be that guy. And then say, people are angry at me and antagonize. I'm, you know, I'm a victim. No. When you're that character, like Cristiano Ronaldo, it's one of the things I love about Cristiano Ronaldo. You hear me talk a lot about him is that Ronaldo takes extreme responsibility. He knows he's that guy. The hey and the, you know, the 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 Lothario. Never heard Cristiano Ronaldo complain, not once. Mm. I'm wearing all of it. And can you imagine the beauty? If Neymar thinks he's getting a lot of these. Cristiano Ronaldo is getting so much hate because people want to see you do well in life, dude. They don't want to see you do that well. Nobody wants to see you do that well. People aren't like that. People aren't happy for Ronaldo. Most people will... David Beckham, Cristiano Ronaldo. Come on, guys. Also, my thing about Neymar, and this is not a hot take, he hasn't actually done that much in football. So what's the documentary about? The source. He might as well be Jake Paul now. Because... (laughs) No, but but seriously, he hasn't done that much. There was two and a half years, right, where he was in the mix while Leo Messi
2: was scoring ninety goals in a calendar year. But this is this documentary is definitely a move from footballer to personality. Which is cool, and then it, I understand. It, it's it's definitely showing that this is the transition that it's basically putting a mark in the ground, go, this is what's gonna happen. Mm. I'm gonna do this PSG thing for maybe a while longer. Next stop, USA. That's one hundred percent. I'm going to MLS, and I'm going to have a great old time there because I'm now. That's my next step. Got you. This is who I am now. You knew Neymar, and and you know what? Like in a way, let's be fair, because Neymar made his debut. He was ordained at twelve years old. A thousand percent. They were already saying this kid's the next Pele. Mm-hmm. Doesn't help that he's he plays for Santos. <laughs> Like that was the thing. He was already there from twelve, mm-hmm. right? Makes his debut at sixteen. I mean, yeah. the guy at seventeen, yeah. right? So that's what he's been carrying now on for for so long. And you just get even a footballer. I'm sure gets bored of what he's doing. He goes like, "I need a career change. I'm done. I'm not going to be in football the rest of my life. I don't want to be a manager. I'm done." And we and we see lots of Brazilian players. It's just not their their, their path. Um, but what this looks like is a very definite cynical going, get used to it. I'm not going to stop this. I'm going to 100 on the celebrity level. Like you've never seen a football celebrity transition like this. Because Beckham, we've kind of seen him but turn into a statesman kind of thing. Yeah, I reckon Neymar is going stratospheric in what he's going to do. I'll play football, but it's going to be... LAFC It's going to be Into Miami It's going to be Glamour, 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 glamour And I'm going to Get me a Kardashian that, um,
1: that, That's what it is Has he not missed the boat? Is there, an, is there another Kardashian the, on the way? They'll pump one out they'll, they'll rotate one. One. Who, There's, Adam, There'll be one Who's the one with um, Kanye now? Oh no wait That was Kim, yeah, Kim He'll find one like, He'll find a Kardashian uh, what's a, Who's, the, fuller, who's okay. the lady Who works uh, Kendall's more Listen Maybe being short a sider, with Everything's there. sisters who knows? Oh, Yes, be open. Yes, it's sorry. It's a new time. That's right. Don't be a bigot. Don't be a bigot. I man. mean,
2: don't don't apply like you know traditional gender roles. No, I mean, no, I'm be, with you. I'm with you. It could, could be anything. Neymar Jr. Could In, be the mom. Like we we don't know. Chris, Chris, we don't know. We don't
1: know. No, oh, I, I'm I won't dismiss it. Well, you said Chris Jenner works harder. The, the only um, person that works harder than the devil, right? Yeah. So Definitely. she's probably already cooking yeah. it up. But to your point, once LeBron gets involved, that's it. You know, now he's already. But I think LeBron's also taking, it's a little bit of a shot at Michael Jordan there. Eh? Because you know he's Jordan's pin-up guy in football, old Neymar, eh?
2: they? And it sounds crazy. No, but there's, there's uh, uh, Jordans in it. Yeah, no, as, not himself, but Jordan, pieces of Jordan are in it. Oh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, of course he, no, did. he is. No, it's well, Neymar's the guy. He did a deal with him. I mean, I got the what boots. Um. Oh,
0: the PSG. Well, I got the boots. Which yeah. are Neymar, Jordan now,
2: boots. because now he's a Puma guy. So. Yeah, so Ryan, you don't. Uh, do you even care? I do. At this stage. So where the, where's the Pumas? Where, where's the new... But it, but it is. There's, there's something... There's a sports entertainment going on in there. It's He's going, I'm moving out of this. This is what I'm going to be. LeBron's probably invested in the company with him and his father. 100%. Him and LeBron, business partners. They're going to be Beyonce and Jay-Z of sports entertainment. You, I called it first.
1: You know when we'll know. When... Adele does a song for a name, or thing, Then you know we in because Rich Paul, obviously, we know mm. that's the whole situation right now. Adele's new album terrible, by the way. Um,
2: yeah, broke my heart. What don't I get about Adele? Everyone's like, oh, she's the one, but I'm like, I, no, no, she's not even. You mean her her music or no mm.
1: yeah. music? Nineteen and and nineteen was tearjerker. you know what your problem is, Parlo? I've just realised what you don't get. Your problem is you're, you've been a good person since you were fifteen. See, you were married, so yeah, you've yeah. never known you've never had heartbreak what nineteen brought to to guys oh. like scoundrels like us where heartbreak's involved uh. you don't, yeah you found the love of your life, so you don't get that thing of feeling less like you you know bubble gum that's run out of flavor and you've stepped on it, yeah, yeah, and it's stuck between you have to clean it with a stick,
2: oh God, Jesus, on shoes, you buy a new pair of sneakers and that happens, and they like. Do I just throw them away? It's so. Oh my okay. god, I scuffed my sneakers the other day. Okay,
1: I love the energy you are now. On the
2: back of a step. Paolo, love that.
1: So, this, this is Adele. Let's bottle what you got now. Excellent. Okay. Well, you see how you're feeling now? Mm. Bottle that. Bottle let's that. Put it in my heart. Instead yeah, and of my then, feet. but make music go inside your soul and make you look at that bottle. For ten years, that's what Adele's first album oh, felt like. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> See, Ryan, I know, I, I know. Guys like Paolo. I've, I've a lot of people who have been good people their whole lives, and they they have a, uh, somebody who loves them their whole life.
2: I know, the, I know people like it.
0: It's as Senzo said. Mkt put the album on, and he called somebody who he shouldn't have, and now he's tangled. You know what I
2: mean? Ah, right, right. Incredible.
1: Right. New album's terrible. Absolutely terrible. All right. <laughs> Neymar Jr., I will watch the documentary, and you can expect me to have more feedback on it once I've watched it. You know I just
0: want to, Paolo, didn't you find it hilarious that they got Mbappe on it? Like, he must have been paid no, a lot of No, he's been money. forced. The, yeah, <laughs> there was no way he went there voluntarily. Uh, like. Yeah, who's the, who's the Brazilian guy in
1: charge there? The, the, the Lothario with the hairpiece? No, uh, Leonardo. Leonardo. And Khalifi, uh, uh, is it Khalifi, the big, the big he, man?
2: He, listen, I've got to tell you, the best part of it, Rai. Open, no. open shirt. Oh, does he come in? Oh, Rai comes in, goes like, listen, you children, I was PSG when PSG was yeah. like nothing. Yeah. And he comes in there, thick, thick head of hair. Excellent. Shirt open. Like Rai's been doing all the things. Rai's right. It's like, it, oh, him and Kaka... Blood relatives? Are you saying the just how they look, or you? Mean... No, but I think they're related. Really, Rai's got a, f- a football brother, and I'm sure it's Kaká. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: So, see, there's another guy who's just a template. If you're Brazilian, but again, you know, if you if you from the, no, if you're from the streets, you're from the you know what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. Kaká had that
2: that upbringing where the guy just took it seriously, as you said. It wouldn't have been Kaká Hey but no, he comes in, and I I haven't thought of Rai for a long time. Well, uh, Pele doc, wasn't he in that? Why is he in that? Oh, the Peladoc made me sad. Maybe i just put... Socrates' brother. That's why... Oh, I'm, that yes. makes sense. Rai and
1: Socrates' now, are brothers. No, Ryan, that's not the Greek Socrates. It's very easy to wonder whether he's put like two and a half thousand years dead in a... Uh, like who's the guy that Disney? Walt Disney's is in a... Obviously, got a frozen cryo chamber. I'm saying...
0: Yeah, there's, there's a whole thing now for that kind of thing.
1: W- what do you mean? Oh, to get frozen?
0: Uh, yeah, bowlers are like, uh, you know, paying a lot of money to have themselves frozen. So you get reincarnated into life. Frozen
1: was quite a good movie as well. A lot of, uh Dory always talks about it. Dory, of course, um Paulo, we might have, this is a good uh, segue to talk um about that 80 show. You know, tell us what's happening, where do we find it, who do we find it with? <laughs>
2: that eighty show, that eighty show essay, just Google that and you'll find it. We've made sure that no matter what your level of podcasting ability is, you yep. can get it. Go to CliffCentral.com if you're on Cliff Central, but anyway, just that 80 show say. Let me tell you guys the story. <laughs> You know what, I'm actually going to, to, it's such a good story, I'm not even going to make you go listen to my podcast. You guys know the DeLorean, right, from Back to the Future? Yes. Okay. Now, do you know the story of John DeLorean? No. The guy who made it? Mm -mm. Okay, so he was this superstar in vehicle manufacturing in the U.S. Now... Vehicle manufacturing in the U.S. at this stage is like being a tech bro now, Mm -hmm. right? Because America was like, we are making American cars and we're just going at it. Mm -hmm. So to be the superstar and the poster boy was like being like a Bezos now, right? So he was um, superstar at Ford and Chevrolet, making the cars, whatever. He was like the guy. But he wanted to make this car. He wanted to – ambitions, I'm making my own car. So he started, he left them and he started a company, the DMC DeLorean Motor Company. And the first car he made was the Back to the Future DeLorean, right? He gets funding. He gets all his celebrity friends to buy in a car because he was a mover, good looking guy, hung out with Hollywood celebs, hung out with politicians. And he gets them all to buy the car, but the car's are dead, right? He makes some deal to have them made in the UK, but I think in Northern Ireland, but they're unionizing, car gets too expensive, Starts delivering the cars. They don't drive. The door, the gullwing doors don't open. People get locked in the cars. The cars catch fire. It's just a mess, right? Yeah. But he's like, I'm determined. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to back off. I'm doubling down. But I need money. I need investment. So he goes and gets uh, a deal, goes and does a deal with a bank who launders money for a cartel. And he knows this is cartel money. And he knows he's taking laundered cartel money for his business. Netflix is a documentary with a two-story story and then there's a movie called Driven, which is the adaptation. It's like the dramatization of this, right? You want to check out the full story. It's all, this is all true. And then he gets taken down in a sting. So, that, so someone tips – it was actually his neighbor – tips off. They come to his neighbor and say, listen this guy's up to dodgy stuff. neighbor says, this guy's always having crazy parties, weird things happening here. Follows him, bugs him, blah, 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 cartel money, FBI catch him. He admits to taking the cartel money. Bang, jail. He doesn't go to jail because he gets off to say that you entrapped me. So he gets off because he said he was purposely set up and led into saying certain things. Got you. Okay. So the DeLorean bombs out. He tries to revive it, disappears, he passes away, DeLorean's done. And then when they make Back to the Future, the reason they went after the DeLorean, because they're like, look, first the thing is super space-age looking, right? But the company barely exists. We don't have to pay rights. And there's lots of them (laughs) that are dirt cheap Ah. because we need lots of... The, yeah, of yeah, the, the, the car whatever, for the form, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's why they went to the DeLorean. Looked great, but like practically worked as well. So that's John DeLorean's story. And now the DeLorean's super famous because it's Back to the Future. But it was actually a real car, right? It was meant to be sold. So it disappears for a while. His son pops up recently, Ty DeLorean. Wow. Alleged son. There's no no one's got proof this is his son. He just popped out of nowhere. He's a estranged son. Um, I'm bringing the DeLorean back because the Taliban have placed an order. They want a fleet of DeLoreans as the government's car. <laughs> no ways. <laughs> this is true. Are you joking? I'm telling you, I'm going to show you guys the site right now. It's how? on It's on loads of motoring sites. How, right? how recent are we talking? This is last week. This is in the past what? week. This son of DeLorean. In, and it's on newspapers like Independence. I mean, this isn't like... Clickbait BuzzFeed nonsense. Wait, what is this guy's name? Ty Ty Delorean. T Y. This, this is the son, right? So he now claims that uh, an Indi- Indian government officials and the Taliban, Minister of Transport, have now contacted him because they want a fleet of Deloreans. Ryan, right. mm. you know what the Delorean
0: looks like. Of right? I know what the DeLorean
2: Everyone looks can imagine like. what the Delorean looks like. They don't want that Delorean. No man. Allegedly, they've asked for. This DeLorean. No,
0: man. <laughs> okay. Wait, is this a three-wheeler?
2: I'm showing the guy. This is a three-wheeler. So what they've done, if you imagine the DeLorean, in your mind's eye right now, if you haven't Googled already, what they've done is basically they've cut off. Listen, this doesn't look like they've even cut it. But it is a three-wheeler DeLorean, but with no back seats. They've made it sort of like into a utility vehicle. So you can load, I don't know, WMDs.
1: Like Only Fools and Horses dissidents. vibe, if you know what I'm talking yes, about.
2: Yes, Exactly. This looks like, how Dory described it, it looks like if you had to ask a three-year-old to draw a car. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
1: this looks like. I'm actually blown a, away at some of the things you've just said. And also, what a disappointment. Paolo, like, can you, you need to send me that um, that link because we'll put that photo in
2: the podcast link it, with pleasure. It you, is unbelievable what you, I'm seeing. You can and hear it. So, so that on that 80 show, you can listen. You can hear that in depth. And also read the full story on that 80-show essay on Facebook. But that is the story of Ty DeLorean and the Taliban. So we're speculating the Taliban, I'm sure now they're starting to like look through whatever, and maybe they've come across back to the future. And do they think that DeLoreans are time-traveling machines? Yeah, I see what you're saying. We, we, there's no way. We no don't know way. how it got translated.
1: How, how does Modi feel about this? Because India... No, I've been thrown in the mix. I, have, have they replied at
2: all? Well, Ty DeLorean has like kind of like, you know, rich prince needs your bank accounts type emails. You know uh, those. So this is all his proof. Okay, there's no official documentation. It's all in these weird little emails, probably from our Hotmail, Ryan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then it's OG. Then you know it's proper.
2: <laughs> so that's the only proof that exists. He's got all these weird emails of like, Definitely da Taliban at Gmail dot com. Yes. you know that
0: that kind of thing. Also, how how many is the fleet? For, yeah, the, how big is the Taliban right now? Yeah, are yeah, they yeah. are they flourishing? Yeah, no. Is it, are, is, are, we like are we talking like three hundred? Are we talking like three thousand? I
2: mean, Maybe guys, just
0: ten thousand. Are they consignment types because they're not really paper trail guys.
2: No, they're not paper trail guys.
0: Yeah, but, no. I'm, I, there's only one reason. That, you would uh, reboot a car like that mm. as if somebody's paying you.
2: No, for it. it doesn't have a boot. So they cut. Ah! Pala, <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: okay, that is the wildest thing. Honestly, it's, that it's, it's the best. I, I'm so happy that it happened, it, and and that's the sort of content you get on that eighty show. That's just a
1: snippet because I do actually listen to the eighty show. That's that. That's and also the that's music this, the,
0: the music this week was incredible. Yatsu. It, it it goes on the Cliff Central live stream at at, at what time?
2: At eleven on Fridays for now. Um And then, yeah, if you listen, that's live. We play it live, so you get music. But if you listen to the podcast, there's no music. But we tell you what music we played? So yeah. you know, it the,
0: the music was epic this week. It All was, right. it was listen, really good. I listened to it just before we started here. Yeah, the show's on live before this show. Yeah. 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 I oh, go uh,
2: straight from there into this. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal.
1: Lot work. Yeah, I like Floyd. <laughs> Shout out. Well,
0: the, who would have thought... <laughs> It's the it is the best. But now, will they reboot the proper DeLorean no, used in the movie? What is I want to know is the next
1: emerging global market. Mm. What do India think about imp- being implicated with this? I co- now that's what I'm googling all weekend. What are India saying? Because you got to shut that kind of stuff down. So mm. shout out to the DeLorean, um to Ty DeLorean, uh, putting a bit of a what's George Best's son name. Uh, uh, Callum. Callum Best. <laughs> Way to live off your, your dad's name. And uh, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. Get it anywhere you can. I mean, COVID economy, it is tough out here right now. You know, I'm living in it. So. so there's a little thing called the January transfer window going on right now. And I just thought I wanted to quickly have a look at this. But Ryan, you got some uh, transfer news that's moving and grooving, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about other stuff just now. What you got cooking there, Ryan? Huh?
0: Okay, so I figured – If it's okay with Paolo, I'm going to use his drugba Pogba music to to make it a bit more dramatic. No, 100%. You're going to add
1: some production. Go ahead.
0: There we go. I got you. Okay. So, my sauce is Fabrizio, Ray, Romano. Yeah. I don't know. All all your... um, I don't...
1: Uh, Fabrizio, I eat the pasta with the mama. Yeah. Romano.
0: That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, Paolo brought it up earlier, right? Luis Diaz. Mm-hmm. An official bid has now been put through by Liverpool. How much? 40 million guaranteed fee plus 25 million bonuses. See, Liverpool were going to buy him in the summer anyway because
1: I was reading about that at the beginning of the season. That mm. um, they wanted him this season and something went awry. And Klopp, from all the reports... Is that Liverpool? We're going to get him in this coming summer. So at the end of the season, forty million, eh?
2: Forty million. And well, that that was always going to be accelerated based on Porto's Champions League progress.
1: Oh, I see. You mm. know, so
2: I, I, and and that that's kind of what happens with um, you know Portuguese clubs uh, of that size. Um, they kind of go, okay, well, what are we doing in the Champions League? What do we think? We need money. Yeah, is it? So, so who else bid? Uh,
1: who who else put in? There? Tottenham in the mix there? Because I think the reason Liverpool are also going ahead is somebody else is now sniffing around.
0: I will double check that. I don't have that information so, on me right you, now. You know what that tells me?
1: <coughs> There's a certain Egyptian fear about to be available. Oh, be- you think so? Yeah, because. It doesn't make sense to have him and Jota unless you're saying Bobby Firmino. I think I think it's a Firmino
2: thing. Yeah, so, I think I mean, Firmino's mean Yeah, listen, if if you and we don't know if it's true or not, it's just being linked because uh, Firmino was offered to Barcelona for next season.
0: I know it was for like
2: 14 million. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, it, it well, it was Barcelona economics. Yeah. So Luis Luis Diaz is um, he's a left-sided player, uh, good goal scorer. I wouldn't say a striker. Uh, you can see where he'll fit into that Liverpool sort of system. I think it puts question, more questions about Mane. Because uh, I, I don't see him unless Klopp's got other ideas. I can't see him being a direct replacement for Firmino. But we see Jota sort of playing in the middle. And Firmino, off the, off, uh, we'll see um, Luis Diaz playing off the left. And of course, there's also time to settle down, and I think that's what's clever about this move. So not only is there a financial need for Porto to get some money, and now, especially when you can get that, and I think he's a free agent, or his contract was it, it was malleable yeah. that you could get out of it early. Um, but it gives him time to settle down, get into the Klopp system, not much pressure, and then hit the ground running next season, which I think is very clever and very dangerous. It is smart. His yeah. potential is huge, though. He could he could really be he, under Klopp, he could really be the guy. It's a big, exciting signing for Liverpool, i got to tell you. Interesting times. Interesting times, because I
1: don't know how long Jurgen Klopp's got left. W- what it might be is a Liverpool signing. Maybe are, they, they're also moving on to the Man City model. is We are here to serve the club, not like Klopp, you're just part of a, you, you know. I, and the Americans will do it this way, by the way. Do, Klopp, they, do they consult JBG? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's they, good. That's do they good. ask him who he wants? By the way, Tottenham was the other leading. Tottenham was the other team. Was the other leading? Team. Well. Although, do they put a bid in? Because we know Daniel Levy. Well. tricks. <laughs> I'm just I'm just checking now if they did put a bid in. But it seems that um, that that Liverpool bid is the official one that they've just put down. But they say it's in the the deals in the final stages now. Interesting. They actually say he's in he's in Colombia right now, and they want to get a medical right now. Is he Colombia? Yeah. Hmm. So he's there right now they're busy trying to organize him a medical according to Fabrizio Romano. Wow. Uh that is you know what, that's very unclop like.
1: Very 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 unclop like. That's a Liverpool signing because he doesn't do he doesn't do big squads and he's not Mr. rotation guy he never has been. Mm. It's an interesting move for me. Um what it lets me know is one of the big what happened to Bobby Firmino? the guy's brilliant. No, I don't know why we I, just out on him as. I Liverpool?
0: loved him as a player, and he worked so well with Coutinho. But after Coutinho left, they stopped playing him as much, and he wasn't as consistent. Also, Jota's brilliant. Uh, does, does, is that insane. does not help. He reminds me a lot of Bruno Fernandes with how he like strikes the ball. He, but he's really out there.
1: Paulo, I mean, for me, what are Man United doing? Go and get that guy. I mean, obviously you won't get him off Liverpool or Chelsea. What are you doing? Like, why are Chelsea being beaten by Barcelona to... Bobby Firmino is one of the best hold-up men in football,
2: or am I crazy? Yeah, but Liverpool's in a position that they don't have to sell no, they don't, to they. Premier League clubs, and they don't historically do that. Because they're not running it like a spazza shop. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they wouldn't make that move.
0: <laughs> by the way, um, it says here, uh, Diaz has a release clause in his Porto contract worth £67 million. Pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Portuguese club are in need of cash and we're prepared to accept a lower offer. So are Portuguese
1: football again in a, in a low market again, where, where it's just, you, you know, every now and then they, like the whole league has
2: to sell people off. Uh, it, it just happens in it's cycles. Ch- it's Champions League dependent. So th- that, that's just simply how it goes. You know, when you are Porto and you in the Champions League and you go into the knockouts, you got a good hand. But the reality is you budget based on that. And if you don't make it through, you got to go, okay, well, somebody's got to go. Um, he's probably in the structure of Porto right now. He's sitting on top of the league. He's probably the most uh, – the player that they can sacrifice without affecting the rest of the team that much. Mm. Mm. Uh, he hasn't been that crucial to them. They can probably just balance it. But that's the way it goes with Portuguese teams. It's, it all depends on Champions League. Sporting would have lost one or two if they didn't make it through the, the Champions League. They, they still may. But they just have a bargaining chip. They go even with the players. They go, "Well, look, you got Champions League knockouts here, where you can go to a bigger league. You're probably going to sit bench for three or four months. You may as well get the move still anyway. You know." So mm-hmm. th- that's just the Portuguese model. Uh, even even with the big clubs, it goes, "We budget on Champions League progression. We don't get it. Somebody's got to go." And everyone knows up front. That's just the way it's going to work. As disgusting
1: as it is, it's disgusting to say it out loud.
2: Liverpool are super
1: well run. They are super well run. Yep. And it's tough to bet against them uh, because, you know, the best time to reset is when you're doing well. You know, you, you do not want to be doing Man United and Tottenham vibes where and Arsenal vibes where it's got to crash for you to rebuild because you, you control the chain. So John W. Henry, magnificent what they've done with, uh, with Liverpool over the last eight years. It's disgusting to say it out loud, though, that they're, mm. that they're, a, they're a wretched bunch of humans, uh, Liverpool fans, the worst just the worst. One title in 30 years, and all of a sudden, they modern-day Barcelona. No, you're not.
0: We speak with uh, James Jimbo Ilsley. Yeah, no, he's
1: the worst of all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the worst of all of them. Yeah, he needs to get new classes. Anyway, <laughs> um,
0: all right, what else you got there? Huh? All right, next deal. Mm. Completed. Yes. By the way, so, Newcastle mm. have now officially signed a Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how to say the name. I will ask Paolo to say it for me. The, the, there is, his, his there is a thing. very Portuguese way to say it, right? His name is Bruno.
2: Guimaraes is, uh, the, is Bruno the Guimaraes. There's a Portuguese way to say it. So. The English will say Guimaraes. Guimaraes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so now, officially completed deal. Contract until 2026. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle agreed 40 million fee plus 8 million with add-ons. With uh, What does that all mean again? What's that? Oh, oh. uh,
1: uh, Olympic Lyonnais. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, you know, I think people think Newcastle is a little bit of a bit of a laugh because they got the James Bond villain as their kind of head honcho, right? Amanda Staveley has been involved in probably the last ten biggest football-changing deals there's been. Mm. Man City, uh, the last Barclays deal. She's so big time. She sued Barclays and won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she wants to beat Barclays in court. That's like, it's like
0: a, so it's like a 10 trillion rand bank. but A 10 trillion dollar bank. But what kills me about all these Newcastle signings is they're not the people you. Again, it's, they're not playing FIFA here. They're not signing these big names as as we thought they might have. I was hoping they would. I was hoping, and Paolo uh, said it well, you know, because
1: we expected it to go that way and we'd know whether they're serious or not. If they went and bought, you you know, Vibes FC, but they haven't. And what I like, because the Carlos bid has been rejected, but they're going to go to Sevilla again and say, Look here, guys. We know you don't pay tax here. What's the number? We don't have time to muck about. Obviously, we've got to release another James Bond movie, and our head Honcho doesn't have time. She has to go and shoot the sequel. And they're going to go again for Carlos. Dan Byrne, they're going for now, is another just sensible Premier League signing. So they're going to survive. And It makes me, (laughs) you know what? I'll ask Man United fans in three months how they're feeling about this. (laughs) Because I always say this. It's okay in life, right? If your siblings do well and they don't live around you, so you don't see them at lunch every, you know, you don't see his Ferrari, her Ferrari every Sunday at family lunch. Now it's starting to get really close. Liverpool are really well run. You're right. Man City are really well run. If Newcastle become a thing, Man United right now, they're going to be like that high school jock who's now, you know, working at the retail store and everyone walks past you. The high school jockey, you know, some people peak too soon mm. and then things don't work out and you're 35 with a belly and three kids you can't afford. Man United are, if Newcastle become a thing, Paulo, you think you move to a different country? Change your club? Maybe start supporting, uh, um, what's it? What's the Qatari club that's, or the Saudi Arabian club
2: that's going to sign Obama? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you asking me are Manchester United scared of Newcastle? Well, I would be. Are Chelsea scared of Newcastle? No. No, come on. Light work. There's one thing, there's one thing having money. You know, with all the takeovers that we've seen, you know, these sort of like big cash injections, right? Chelsea were already kind of there. Yeah. They were Champions League, they'd been competing, they, they just need that next elevation, right? Man City were also kind of there. Yeah. They were eighth. They They're floating around. They weren't averse to having Analka had been there. They were kind of there already. Andy Cole. You know, it, it wasn't... They had that kind of the bit of a yo-yo for a while, but they weren't... They were eighth. It wasn't abnormal. PSG, likewise. It wasn't... They were kind of there already. It was just this thing that got over the line. Newcastle are not there. Newcastle are a yo-yo club. Yeah. Newcastle are currently bottom five in the league, at, way at the bottom. There's so much work to do. It's not like you've got a kinder their squad. I know what you're saying. You you throw out that whole Newcastle squad. I'm sorry, you do. In and to to compete for top ten, let alone top six, everyone goes. So so come on. And how do you get everyone to go? That takes years. And and to be a viable project, and to now go, especially you calling someone to the Premier League. Yeah. If you're gonna attract purely by money, yeah, guess what you're gonna get. Manchester United but vibes if, FC. Well, if if if, if or you're Chelsea a, at the beginning, if the you're McCarrie a Kessler. player, yeah. you're, what, it's right. So if you're a player in the Premier League, comes you have got Premier League. You go, Premier League is like for like, right? You're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna earn 200 here, you're gonna earn 200 there. You go, I got these superior six, plus I got Aston Villa, plus I got Leicester. Newcastle then is going oh. Eight, ninth, tenth down my list. Because I'm gonna earn two hundred yeah, two hundred there. Gotcha. I'm gonna earn yeah. either way. And if you're gonna go purely for the money, what kind you, you know what guys go for the money. It's gonna be interesting because it's interesting what you're saying. I don't know if you guys know this,
1: but <laughs> I heard this on a on a podcast. Newcastle are now eighty two percent of the wealth in the Premier League. Did you know that?
2: What, so, 82% so, yeah, yeah makes make sense if yeah. you
1: take every owner in the league and you yeah. split up the wealth
0: hmm. let's that
2: is see. insane we, we've never seen this I don't think we've ever seen this level right no. in, in in football we've never. seen not even variances close. of no. it but it just goes okay well it is, there is still no absolute guarantee Eddie Howe is Eddie Howe
1: winning you anything you know what I said Paulo I'm not even joking if if they survive right let's say he gets them to survive and you nab a, what would be like a weird one? Um, I well, don't know. Uh, like Bukayo Saka. Let right, me just, like, right. hypothetically.
2: I would consider firing Eddie Howe. And I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I mean. No, no. I, I agree with you. I think the play is Eddie Howe keeps him up. Yep. Moyniu comes in and takes him to the next step. That's what I'm saying. That, that's gotta be the play. Benitez comes back. It's gotta be the play. Eddie Howe doesn't, Eddie Howe doesn't attract players. Eddie Howe doesn't know how to handle the pressure. Eddie Howe can, cause now everyone's playing nice. Everyone's being friends because whatever. It goes, okay, we get, everyone gets a free pass. Beginning of next season, anyhow, guess what? We've dropped three four 400 million into this team. <laughs> we're not taking draws at home, my friend. A- and we're, it, not one, no. we're not taking one nil. We're not taking Jalinton in midfield. No. No, no, we're not doing that and at he's all. he's never had that pressure. Because football's not about managing your players. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. It's managing up. Mm. And there are people managing up that aren't good people. <laughs> they're not going to flog him in the streets. Yeah, <laughs>
1: they're not good people. Amanda Staveley sued Barclays and won. Like, like we we mustn't play around. She was involved in the deal that brought the ownership to Man City. She was she was the mediator in that. Like, I don't know if people know that. You're yeah. not messing around. No, no, if Eddie Howe thinks he's in for a good time, she will pay him twenty million pounds not to
2: stay. Yeah, I, everyone's <laughs> being everyone's being super nice Yeah, because it's a free hit. It's a free hit. Like we don't expect anything now. Just don't get relegated next season. Trust
1: me. <laughs> no, but listen, people don't change. If you think yep. Amanda Staveley is what she is now, please don't don't play around. To, to your point, Paulo is. I, people think I sound ridiculous because somebody was listening to the podcast and said, "What are you talking about?" I'm telling you, Eddie Howe. If if and I think it'll be dependent if they get that guy, they they Robinho. Mm. Whether they if they get him now, then he's gone. If not give him a chance to do the Kesman stuff because you've got to get through the six guys who don't work out. Yeah. Because for yeah, every... Let's say, for every Drogba, you had three... You had right. Raul Moreles and, and whatever. You, you know what I mean? You, you you had six or seven of those guys.
2: You will... He Great will, tattoos, by the way. you will do well to change your opinion about Raul Moreles. Right? Portuguese guy, that's why. Mm. Great tattoos, that <laughs> guy.
1: Or, or Ryan, you'd love him. No, you would love I'm sure. him. sure. He had... He had every single piece of electricity you could imagine in a human, that guy. That's awesome. Well,
2: let, Ginger, me, th- let me tell you about this. The latest, not even the latest, probably like pre-pandemic, after he had stopped playing. Yeah. Oh. Portugal's version of lip-sync battles, right? Nafsaid. Right? said, He comes on. Now, in Portugal in the 70s, like Portugal was like, like pretty much a socialist state. Like, like, there were dictates. I mean, there was a gov- military-run kind of state. Yeah into the 70s. So not liberal, not open at all. So there was a musician, Antonio Varia Vargasão, right? A hairdresser that became a musician, but like campers are like, just out there, fabulous. extravagant, fabulous. And he was like super controversial because Portugal's super conservative and yeah, you got this guy, yeah. flamboyant, uh, long beard, like just totally out there. So Raul Mireles goes on the show to do the lip-sync battle to this guy's song. Dance moves and everything. You want to talk about electric, I'm gonna share the video with you guys. He's unbelievable. Do with we'll, it what you want. We'll share it on the page. Yeah, yeah. do with Fight it what you want. But he's outstanding. Raul Mireles Mer- is fantastic.
1: yeah Chelsea went through a little Portuguese phase there. Bocingua, thiago Tiago, M- Manish. Tiago was in there. Palafare. Although Mourinho brought the whole lot to said, hey, we won the Champions League at but, Porto. Well imagine what you guys are gonna do here. But
2: you're right, you gotta bring in those sort of you gotta bring in the Kesman and you gotta have a Solomon Kalu, yeah. and you gotta have Champions League winner by the way. You know, you know, he was never he never had a bad game for you guys, Bertrand, yeah. to be honest. Um but you gotta have that. And Newcastle have still gotta go through that. And you know, when you spend that amount of money on the club, you're not gonna be patient to go through No that. Mm-hmm. The one
1: thing billionaires are
2: is imp- <sighs> You 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 know because you know, 'cause what you know Abramovich is a football guy. Yeah. He loves football. Yeah. And I think he understood, we've got to go through this. But of yes. course, with Mourinho, it happened quickly. Yeah. So that helped insulate it. Same thing with City. You know, where City are now, they went through it a little bit with a couple of dads, a couple of weird signings, Balotelli's, what are we going to do? Back in the Italian team, by the way, Balotelli, God, <laughs> saw that. Amazing. He's
1: smiling at practice. Yeah. How does he do that? Well, you know, yeah. Mancini is, his
0: is like his might dad. Be
2: happy. No, because Mancini, <laughs> Mancini's. Mancini's own son said, "I think Balotelli he loves Balotelli more than me." Oh, did he say it? Mancini's son said, "I really think he loves him more than no, me." No, he loves that guy. Remember when
1: Balotelli did the 360 in that preseason game? <laughs> Threw one on one with the keeper, <laughs> and he does like a 360, <laughs> and he misses. You, you, you you're like what do you call it? Right? Like an around the world. And
2: Mancini called it straight away. Yeah, subbed off, subbed him off S- in a friendly straight
1: away. <laughs> like hilarious. it was one of the yeah. But he can't. There's, whatever Mancini has for Balotelli in his heart. He just can't let it go. He just can't let
2: it go. Loves him. The guy's in the third division in Italy. I love it. I love it. Because obviously now Portugal playing Italy. Well, not yet. But we we should both get through Get through our semis for the World Cup playoff. We'll play each other. No Insigne. No Chiesa. Balotelli's back in. We're going to Qatar. We're going to Qatar. <laughs> what, what's happened with Chiesa now? Chiesa's injured. Oh, no. Oh, Kiesa, no, won't, be, Kiesa how bad, won't be back for how March How bad are we talking yet? Bad, I think it was a cruise shirt and, and Qatar is going to be pure
1: sauce And so your mate Insigne there Is he injured as well?
2: Or does uh, he just leaving? No, well, he's Okay, maybe Insigne will still be in there Maybe Insigne will still be in but there But still But no Kiesa That's huge no That's m- that's
1: massive He's the X Factor Yeah, he's World Cup, uh, ACL oh, That's terrible
0: for Chelsea as well I want to have another go there by the way, I have one more transfer uh, transfer news just to wrap up. Before we go to that, who do you think
1: Man City's Robinho will be? Because remember when they went for Kaka and they wanted to pay him one million pounds a week before financial fair play. Wow. I thought it was going to be Traore. Right? No, no, but not not big enough. Yeah, who did you like? Seriously speaking, like who's at Real Madrid? Maybe Eden has it. Go
2: and grab him. I think obviously bring the food I, truck. I think it still could still be. <laughs> I think they could still make a play for Hazard. With Hazard, eh? And two, day, two days left of the transfer. Yeah,
1: that's what i do. A loan, whatever, will pay double his wages and will you know, will obviously pay for Real Madrid to extend their, their stadium, which they seem to do every single two months.
0: Story out, by the way. Um, Hazard once out. And, well, and they've put him on the market for for fourteen million. No, it's because they, they, well see, aside you, from the hamburgers, you see, the
1: manager isn't. Um, he's not Zinedine Zidane. He doesn't want to be friends with everyone. Yeah, yeah. Carlo Ancelotti says, Jeep, I played with Barassi. I can. <laughs> uh, I, I, in fact, I played with Barassi, and I, I think I was the star. Carlo Carlo is one of the greatest managers of all time. He's not. He's not trying to be friends with anybody. That that's a real. You you can't do what Eden Hazard's doing. Mm-hmm. Every player who's tried to be that around Ancelotti, the system spat you out.
0: Also, he wasn't smiling when he got uh, his medal put on him for when they won um, recently. Who, Eden Hazard? Yeah. They, oh, I saw that. They won the league. So if we're talking about body impressions, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not body happy. Language. Not happy.
1: Yeah. The Eden Hazard is the one. The, yeah. the, for me, I, I go and start there. And he wants out. He's not serious about football anymore. Be the pinup guy. Move Fives. his family back to England. Although, I don't know if Amanda Stavely plays that. I don't She'd know. She'd probably want...
2: like. What is, what, what's, um, I think when you look at how much Newcastle has to... How far they have to go. Because so far, they're just going to their rivals and buying players. They're going to Burnley and they're picking off those guys, right? Because yeah. that's, that's easy. Yeah. When we're we in a situation, need a bit of cash, it's easy, whatever. I think the way United are treating them... Now, United uh, notoriously have been terrible in the transfer market when it comes to letting their players go. Got you. I mean, they either give them away, pay wages, whatever. And the stance United are taking on Lingard, who probably wants to go to West Ham more than Newcastle. 100%. But you got willing buyer, willing seller, probably unwilling player, but United are just fobbing off. They're just going, you've got money. We're not going to be taken for a fool Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. And I just think the way that Newcastle have been given the runaround just shows, okay, they're not... They're not there yet, and compared to United, on notoriously good negotiators, I think they're going eat- to get eaten alive when it comes to going head to head with Real Madrid and and Dortmund, and you know, because those are the guys they'll want to buy. I'm calling it now: 180 million pound bid
1: for Erling Haaland is the first thing that happens in the summer. Don't say I didn't tell you. And you know what? If Ooh. there's one thing I know about people, it's that they don't change. Erling Haaland is not loyal. No, they'll make the bid, but does he go? Well, the... Uh, you, you know what? People would dismiss it as, of course, he wouldn't. Erling Haaland has moved twice in three years. That guy is about the life.
2: Because he had the choice to, he should be at Bayern Munich now. Come on now. My, Ooh, you don't have to develop. My, my call, my call on Haaland, my feel on Haaland is, I had a suspicion about Juventus, but they've just got Vlahovic, which I mean, sort of like that's their future number nine, and, yeah. and that that's that's their ten-year guy. <laughs> you love. You gotta love how many times Juventus go to Fiorentina and buy players just to piss them off, and they are not happy. By the way, oh no! I mean, it started with Roberto Baggio, was, and then it's been Chiesa. It's been—I mean, it's—it just never stops, and they just keep doing it. right? The Loveyola
1: are not happy right now. Listen, the the board's so unhappy now with Juventus because they're taking all the guys, like you saying, Chiesa being the last one. Is I feel, what did the guy say? Anyway, he is not happy with Juventus because he, he took
2: a habit Nedved as well. An ex. A deputy prime minister or something has even chimed in and said, I've had enough. Yeah. I was at the protest when Roberto Beggio moved or whatever. I mean, I mean, Roberto Beggio is not welcome in Florence to this day. So you gotta love that. So anyway, Vlaovic is now Juventus 10 year mm-hmm. guy. That's cool. They're gonna, they're <laughs> gonna, they're gonna back him 23 years old. He should score lots of goals. Um, I, so I thought maybe that'd be a move for Holland because Holland isn't going to Premier League yet. I, I, I don't think that because he's so young. And Raiola knows that's your payday, guy. I wouldn't be surprised. You remember, Real Madrid are going to have a transfer kitty because if they get, yes, there's wages and, and these f- sort of free agent, this free agent super team that they you know threatening to build with Pogba, yeah. Mbappe, Rüdiger. They'll still have money for Real Madrid. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's $120 million in for uh, Haaland mm-hmm. because Real Madrid have been... They've been eating dirt for years. Yeah, they have. They, they've been eating it. They've been watching all the glamour go elsewhere. They've been eating it for years. They're going to go, we got Mbappe. We're going to get Pogba. We're going to bring in Haaland. Haaland gives him four or five years. Then he does his Premier League at 25. That's a smart move for me. Because you do Premier League now. You're stuck in Premier League. You don't leave Premier League. Yeah. Then you got to do Premier League for 10 years. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't like that. Oh, I don't think your body can take that. Yeah, and, and also, he's already shown. He he picks up injuries. Yeah. I don't think physically you can take that for 10 years. At 20 years old, to go to the Premier League to get knocked all the time, he's going to damage himself. So I reckon you take a four or five year at, in Spain, mm-hmm. Real Madrid, and then you do your Premier League.
1: See, that's the smart move, Paolo, because you're thinking like a OG. But it's a different time now, bro. I- imagine if I'd said to you, a guys, if I said to you back in the day, you've got... You've got Ronaldo, uh, R9, right? And you've got Roberto Baggio in your team. And you are the third guy in that team. Imagine if I said to you, you would leave, let's just say, hypothetically, they were both at Real Madrid at that time. And you would go and join Leicester. You would have laughed at me. But Neymar did exactly that. These new kids are different. Like, what is Neymar doing leaving Barcelona? It doesn't matter what the money is, Okay. What is he doing leaving that
2: perfect football situation to go and join PSG? Where? What's it been? But, but Haaland's not leaving Barcelona. He's, he, if Haaland was leaving Bayern Munich, yeah. He's leaving Dortmund and that's Dortmund's model. Dort, everyone knows Dortmund's a, a <clears> stepping stone. No, my
1: point is I don't know if these young kids are about football moves anymore
2: is what I'm saying. So you think the brand Haaland gets a bigger boost in Premier League than even it does? The,
1: even the Mbappe thing makes no sense. That he went from Monaco. What's it really done to go to PSG? Nothing. He should have gone to... That's no, made him a superstar. He shouldn't be
0: at PSG. It's
1: made him a but, superstar. But do, do you know what I'm saying? These aren't football moves anymore. It's like, especially, Wenger feared this. If, just, if you're Mino, and Stavely comes to you, and it's all purely hypothetical now. Mino, I will organize you a 100 mil, but obviously we can't put it up front. You, come on. We all businessmen here. Let's organize the 100 mil for making Haaland come here. Like,
2: I don't know if these young kids are the same anymore. I think the market, you know know what Wenger called as well, is kind of football moving into what we see in the NBA and NFL, where Mm. like this crazy free market uh, pool. Um, And I I really see transfers moving into that. Mm. You're going to have these players going, because players wanted security before, right? They need to go, I need my moves, I need my... Okay, these guys, their first contract, they multimillionaires, never have to worry about money again. So they can go, you know what, Pogba, let me run out. I'll run out to my mid twenties. Then I'll get. Then I'm a free agent. And I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think we're going to see Break. a lot of huge free agents. And I also think there's going to be a challenge to the. And it it kind of should have happened, but especially what you're seeing in the NBA now, the sort of relaxation where you can bring in players for 10 days, yeah, these short-term loans, contracts, whatever. I think we're going to start seeing football, soccer go into this. Players sitting it out, holding it out, getting the one big contract up front, s- set them for life. Yeah. Short-term free agents. Two years, two years, two years. Superstar team, superstar franchise, leave, go, whatever. Balance of power, keep switching. Because the clubs don't have the money. The clubs don't control it anymore. It's a new time. It's all sitting with the players. And agents like Rayola, he's, he's seen it. He's excellent. Excellent. And you're right about it because he intentionally goes after baller footballers. Ballers. Guys he can go, I'm maximizing you into something else. And Haaland's that guy. The thing is, there's some people where
1: you just never know with that type of personality. Like, you just never know. Like, it's weird to me the way he's done already. Like, he didn't even take time to develop at Red Bull. Is a Dortmund? Okay, that's weird. It's a little bit of a sidewards move, but okay, I understand maybe the Dortmund thing is develop you, put you on the uh. world stage. They are quite romantic. But even that even that
2: was weird for me. Like I don't see the difference between Red Bull and
1: if anything, maybe
2: the, the, now. Thing, the thing for me for Harland, why the Newcastle thing doesn't make sense is why would you take any time out the Champions League? There is no guarantee Newcastle don't get anywhere near the Champions League for a long time. So why would you take any, even a season? So, so you're suggesting
1: you 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 think Holland's quite serious about football? Yeah, well, I'd like to think so. Okay, no, because I'm
2: thinking because that's why you say the Dortmund move because it kept him in Champions League. I got you. You know, because then he goes, with well, Dortmund's Champions League, they do it. If I stay in Red Red Bull, yeah, it's
1: sporadic. I hope you're right. I, I hope I'm wrong, and that it's not that world that you've said, and I think it's headed there, because I have to be honest with people. I lost so much respect for Neymar and Mbappe going to PSG.
2: Or it offended the old guy in me. I was like, make some football moves. The 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 Mbappe one I think was good because it made sense. It's you moving. Take out Mbappe, the World Cup winner. Mm. Take Mbappe, what we think is going to be the you know one one of the all-timers, right? Is small French team moving to a big French team? It's a very natural move, and for him to establish. If he had moved to a super club, then. One of the traditionals. He might have get got eaten up. Mm. Henri went from Monaco to Juventus. Too early. Right? Too early. It messed him up. He went backwards. He had to go to Arsenal rebuilt himself. So there was no guarantee that Mbappe would at least he goes to France. I know the league. We're gonna walk everyone. Champions League I develop. I'm gonna be the guy. Neymar, yeah, Neymar by no means. Neymar Barcelona should have been his team. It was waiting, it was built. Just be patient. Wait one more season. Messi was always going to step back for you. Yeah. Always. Always. But you didn't allow it. And you, you took a free pass. Because also, I also don't think Barcelona would have controlled Neymar. Neymar is still going to do what Neymar wanted. Um, but I suppose PSG is going to allow Neymar to do even more like Neymar wanted. Because Barcelona has had Romario. They've had Revolder, they've, yeah. they've had that guy. Yeah. Where PSG go, wow, this is, this is amazing that he's here. So I think he knew he could get more. The Mbappe one made sense to me. Because of his age. Yeah. Well, I'd love to know what people
1: at home think. Uh, Ryan, give us one more interesting times in football. What else you got there? All
0: right. So, to wrap this up. Yeah. Adama Traore is now back in Spain. He is undergoing a medical mm-hmm. and signing as a Barca player on loan with a buy option of $30 million from Wolves. Uh, Adama and Barca have also agreed a pre-contract for five years. In case FC Barcelona decides to buy him on a permanent, uh, on a permanent deal. Yeah, uh, terrible, te- terrible um, thing by Fabrizio, by the way. <laughs>
1: terrible, terrible grammar. Um, listen, teenage pop singer Xavi Hernandez. At least that's what he looks like uh, with his washed jeans. He's still got spiky hair as the manager. Cut that hair. Get a buzz cut. <laughs> Look ridiculous. You're not a player anymore. Move on. Grow up. But, and that's not a reference to him being Peter Dinklage, by the way. That's I mean grow up emotionally. Um he's doing a redemption to her, right? Those who don't know, uh Dhamitra, of course raised in La Masaya. So he's going home. And I don't fault him for this. Is that he actually hasn't been treated that well in English football. It's been weird. That he's been seen more as a gadget guy. I think a guy like him sees himself as a as a genetic freak who, who can get involved and, and his development has been stunted because he's really off the bench and things like this and hey. How do you, how do you tell someone not to go home? Yeah. You, you know, everybody might, cause we view the Premier League as Nirvana, but we know what the Latin guys are like. Every single guy who comes from South America, there's, you're not stopping him if you're Man United. Cristiano Ronaldo. Man United can keep Cristiano Ronaldo. So, once you're from that lens, he, he, the, the boy went home and, uh, is he good enough? We'll see. But, clever from Xavi, a, a pro's pro. For, for, I've never, Paul, I don't know if you've ever heard anything about Adama but it seems like a pro's pro. As much as the lazy stereotype is to say he's flashy and whatever, but I've never heard anything negative about him. So you take him home, and maybe he brings through the next generation, and he understands what it takes in the ideal
2: world of being a Barcelona player, whatever that means. I mean, God help us trying to make sense of what Barcelona do. <laughs> well said. <laughs> like, um, Makes no sense, though. I-, I don't see where he plays. <laughs> I don't see how he suits their system. He's That's not his game. I mean, he came through La Masia, so obviously he's trained in it. But it goes, his that's not his strength. Does he play right back as a wing back? That's where I suspect he'll play. Ferran, you just spent, you banked the house and Ferran Torres and Ferran Torres prefers to come in from there. I, it's, it's a very, like I say, don't try to make sense of what
1: they're doing. What do you do with a young man who you gave the number 10 jersey? One of your own. He's injured. Anzu Fati. He's supposed to be in that mix. I, I know.
2: I know. It's very bizarre. <laughs> you know what Barcelona are doing, right? And Barcelona, oh, they, they were. You know what? You know what it's like they're doing, right? You know, whenever you start playing a championship manager or FIFA on career mode or something. Yes and you now try to maximize your budget, and you go look for all the free transfer players. Yes. And you just sign all of them. And it's like big names. You just get them. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, oh, I can get him. And then you go, oh, Jesus, it's so unbalanced. Yeah. Because you're going, you're right, there's Ansu Fati, there's Pedri, there's the, – the big one for me is you just plonked it all on Ferran Torres. Like, you bet the house on Ferran Torres. Yeah. Like, that deal is complicated, what yeah. you've done. Yeah. And Ferran Torres prefers coming in from there. He's not a, he's not a center forward. Yes, maybe he'll develop. But right now, that's where he comes in from. And that's where Adama Torre does his work. And Adama Torre wants the ball in front of him. He doesn't want this tiki-taka. Yeah. That's his best. But, Paulo, you're so not considering... Maybe he's a right-back. Uh, I don't... I don't but, know. But then, no,
1: what about Serginho Dest? He is... He is the He's right- an animal. That <laughs>
2: Serginho Dest is an animal, in my opinion. <laughs> Listen. <laughs>
1: it's hilarious.
2: When your coach looks like he's going to speed dating... Yeah. Okay, with his acid-washed jeans, I yeah. don't take anything you do seriously. No, well said. But buy some chinos. You haven't. Thank you.
1: Some cocky pants. You know what I mean. And a golf shirt. Easy. Uh, Barcelona no. golf shirt. That's all you, That's Easy. what he needs. Oh,
2: Come on. Barcelona, like, right? Like, this isn't... Do you know those smart sneakers that are black with the like yeah. white? Pip. Uh, yeah, Pip uh, style. Arteta. Arteta. Arteta style chino. It's warm. It's 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 warm in Spain. Yeah. You can wear a golfer nice jacket. Yeah, like Luis
1: Enrique, but don't wear the cyclist glasses. You're I'm still Luz. casual.
2: <laughs> you're still casual. Maybe he's not the guy. No jeans. Oh, come on. And no when puffy you, jacket. When Go. you wear jeans, you sign Adama Traore for no reason. That's what happens. But I just want to put this on your table. If you think that's all that's being served at
1: this uh, this uh, meal, you are very wrong. There's a little more tapas on the way. You know what I'm saying? You know, considering that they're trying to sign Alvaro Morata as well. Apparently, yeah, that's a apparent Fabrizio.
2: Which, which, I mean, when I saw the uh, Vlaovic move, I was like, okay, well, Morata obviously off. Because there's not not space for both of them. Yeah. Um. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Like you say, just sign all of them. You just can't write it.
0: this stuff. No, you can't. Barcelona is a basket case. The thing is, right? The real question you have to ask is: ever since Messi, because you know they've been pretty good at holding up their brand for mm. so long, having Messi in it. Yeah. More than a football club. More. Yeah. But now, do they know what they're doing? Because now I feel like ever since Messi's left, they've just lost their minds.
1: Also. Are we thinking maybe about, I don't know, a centre-back, a, a central midfielder? Or oh, are we, this, is Xavi? With what money? But it, With that, what money? It does show you, just because you did something doesn't mean you, you understand <laughs> it, right? I, I think Xavi's the greatest central midfielder, the game, certainly modern-day football's ever seen. Surely he'd know that, hey, we, <laughs> he's getting nine forwards. Who's going to pass him the ball? A guy he played with. Sergio Busquets played with Xavi. Chevy. The Xavi's gone to another club, won a fake lottery in a hold in in a different country. Come back, Sergio Busquets still playing. What are we doing? Is Shakira going to play centre back with her husband? <laughs> it's mental. It's mental, Hey. Huh? Oh, it's hilarious. What a time to be alive. Also, Murata, all guys. The agent, the the greatest agent in the world. The greatest agent in the world is Andy Carroll's agent, to to get him those those moves. But Morata's is very, very close behind. Paulo, this guy's played for Real Madrid, Chelsea, Juventus, and is now
2: going to play for Barcelona. It, it's And Atletico Madrid. You he, forget he, Oh, he's still owned by them. You he, forget he, that. He's one of only three players to have played for Barcelona and well Real, Atletico, and possibly Barca. one of only three players. In the history of football. Incredible. Chelsea. It, it'll, the
1: a Nobel Prize needs to be given to Morata's agent. Because that's how you do it.
2: I mean, that's Christian Vieri levels.
1: Christian Vieri, you know, parlor for the young people. They'll never know who that is.
2: Chris, but Bo- not even Chris. Chris, yeah, Vieri, Bobo Vieri, also did everyone. He had everyone. You know what was weird about Vieri? He was so good, but he was—he he, he obviously had
1: that personality, you know. Yeah. Like you, like it takes away because it also looks a bit messy. Maybe it was an Italian thing back then because also Baggio played for just about every single Italian team you could in the end. But Christian Vieri, let me try and tell you what Vieri was, folks. He was what Erling Haaland, what people imagine Erling Haaland is going to be now with a
2: bodybuilder body. That's, that is a, a good comparison. He was a middleweight at least. Dude, middleweight build.
1: And that guy. When when that left foot got a hold of things, because also he had the, like you said, the middleweight. He had the Michael Essien body with the, on a on a Erling Haaland frame, very square head. That's it. Long hair, locks. But I'm gonna volley it from anywhere, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I'll do it at every club as well. Inter, <laughs> oh, oh, Fantasy he did it. Let's go, he's everywhere. You know, I'd love to see that documentary. What was he like? Because that level of talent, you usually want to hold onto. He was born in Australia and apparently yes. a very good cricketer. Yeah,
2: I forget this, yes. He was born in Australia. <laughs> Christian Vieri. You forget this. <laughs> I forget the Yeah, I, I think he only moved to Italy back in as a, as a kid.
0: Did he release a song, though? Not yet. He probably because, did. Because isn't it a South African who has a song out, out, out right now, a, a, a cricketer?
1: Are you talking about A.B. De Villiers? Yeah. Saying, Mark, you're in my Yeah, yeah. No, that was that, that was while he was playing.
0: I don't know if, if Paolo
1: knows. No, no, no. He doesn't know about it. It's an incredible thing. No, shape.
2: Vieri was born in Italy, moved to Australia as a child. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. other way around. Yeah. Kyrie Irving was born in
1: Australia.
0: Did not know that.
1: He's an Australian. Interesting. Ryan loves Australia, by the way. It's the only place he's ever been overseas. He, uh, have you ever been cornered by Ryan and he tells you about Australia? No, oh? I have been. Yeah. I have been. It's going to happen. He loves Australia. All right. It has been a time... Ton- what? There were so many things I wanted to talk about, but... Christian Vieri's brother played for Australia. See, it makes sense now. Why, why are you there? How many clubs did Vieri play for?
2: Torino, Pisa, Ravenna, Venezia, Atalanta, Juventus, Atletico Madrid, Lazio, Inter Milan, AC Milan, Monaco, Sampdoria, Atalanta again, Fiorentina, Atalanta again.
0: That's Wait, with, what?
2: Yeah. And he went from Juventus to Atletico to Lazio to Inter to AC.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not even a break. How is there not a docky about this guy? There has to be. be. You have no no idea. Ryan, the thing is, I can't tell you how good this guy was as well. He he was like brilliant. But he obviously had that personality, you know, because the body, kind of like Casano.
0: Okay, hold Mm -hmm. on, wait. You know what I mean? He made
2: the list of FIFA's 125 greatest living footballers. Uh, in FIFA centenary celebration.
1: It was
0: selected by Pele, so take it Yeah. What you take, want. Okay, hold on. <laughs> he scored on, over 3,000 goals. If you. This opens us up for an episode of Paolo's weird world of football. The thing is, the Vieri thing, it wasn't even... It's not even weird. He, he,
1: it's not weird. He was just a maverick.
2: Maverick now, is a good word for him.
1: Now, Antonio Cassano... Is the guy Paolo We need to do a full podcast On Antonio Cassano Let me do a weird world Of football on him yeah. He had so, sex before every game Allegedly Yeah Nice so he, he said He he Said he slept with 700 women The guy's still like What 40 Yeah said, He declared While he was playing <laughs> He moved to Real Madrid Right From Roma So he was just this maverick He said When I'm finished with football The first thing I'm going to do Is get fat That Those were his words In a, He said that to a reporter Antonio Cassano, you've never seen anything like him. Okay. You've never seen anything like him. So that's next, Paolo's Weird World world of Football. Antonio Cassano. i am all for it. This weekend, coming up, uh, Egypt, Morocco. uh, That'll be on Sunday, 4 o'clock Central African Time will kick off that stream. So the game has been moved if you want to watch the North African battle. The Atlas Lions take on the Pharaohs. They'll kick off 5 o'clock Central African Time. But we will start our stream on the MKT Show on TikTok. At 4 p.m., that's 1,600 hours Central African time. Tomorrow, the Republic of the Gambia play Cameroon. Uh, So that's my team. That live stream will begin at 1,700 hours. You can join myself, Paolo, and Ryan. uh, And that'll be followed by Burkina Faso, Tunisia, uh, Senegal, Equatorial Guinea on Sunday. So tomorrow, the Gambia, the Republic of the Gambia play the Indomitable Lions of Cameroon. 1,700 hours. Go and like, share, subscribe, tick, tick talk, you know what I'm saying? All right, see you tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited.
2: Weekends, forget that.
0: Morocco's going to go to the final. It's
2: obvious. now Egypt are terrible. Am I watching tomorrow?
0: Yes. Yes, you
2: are. Right, so I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we can get into our TikTok studio. Yeah, there's a lot happening. There's man. a lot happening. Biometric access control, cards not working, doors staying open, closing by themselves. Oh, boy. Someone left their gherkins in the fridge they've oh, gone off all right that's that's a that's a separation. damn nightmare there's a switch energy drink milk tart flavor there is now
0: and about 20 cokes in there as well <laughs> stocked ready i'm
2: gonna we're gonna get evicted they're going the landlord's gonna kick us out see
1: parlor didn't take all of these factors into account when he he said you know what guys let me let me help you guys he didn't take into account that switch and and gherkins and you know what I mean? There's a, there's a chicken there as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not a live chicken, by the way. Oh, well. well stage, it's, yeah, yeah, listen,
2: you, I, it's been left in the sun. It's, yeah, it's, it's coming fine. back.
0: It's only been. By school. the way, I don't know if you caught any of the live, um, our previous live, parlour. It was hilarious because we almost got locked in <laughs> because we almost closed the door. That was the whole story. And, and PZ was like, well, then you might as well just cover the next game. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will not be answering that phone.
1: Incredible. I'll tell you guys that. Paula, I hope you have the greatest weekend of your life. We'll see you tomorrow. And to you at home, wherever you may be, I hope you are having a safe, loved weekend. And it's a weekend for us um, that we – I love doing this. This is crazy that this is my job. So uh, join us. TikTok, the MKT Show, AFCON goes into overdrive. Uh, this has been the MKT Show. My name is MKT. But for now, we are the hell out
0: of here.